0: And this mini minisode mm. is brought to you by Last of Us. The
1: Last of Us. The Last of Us 2. two. Made brought, by to, brought to us. Uh, they're not sponsoring this, but <laughs> we were talking about... <laughs> that's not, that's not, <laughs> you know, false claims. But yes, we have both finished The Last of Us Part 2. And we had to talk about it, honestly. Naughty
0: Dog has created another game another game yes. that has kind of influenced us in a dramatically different way from some of their past broad uh projects they brought us you know last of us one uh jack and uh was it jack and dexter yes he brought jack, jack, jack and dexter, dexter and of course uncharted uh, the uncharted yeah, series for sure all four games that were also just cinematic masterpieces as well last of us two um oh it's hard to even know kind of where to start because it's been covered so much by so many different people, but this is hit us in kind of different ways. And we wanted to kind of just put our two cents out there just based off what we've seen, because you get a lot of different companies like IGN that gave it a 10 out of 10. And then you have the fan fans who overwhelmingly kind of gave it more of a negative grade. But
1: I would recognize that they bombed the the reviews once the leaks came out of a certain character and
0: and so this right here is a podcast that's going to be all about
1: leaks it's yeah. going to be all about spoilers it's and going leaks. to be about our reviews leaks controversies and just thoughts about
0: certain situations that happen to the characters yeah. so if you have not beat last of us 2 at this point please don't listen to this until you actually beat that because yeah. you definitely want to feel everything this game has given you kind of by yourself like For your sure. own stock emotion. you don't want to be influenced by anyone or anything else and that's, that's right. the thing that i feel like i did a good job at is i try or i kept an open mind in terms of story yeah i stayed away from all spoilers all leaks it even got to the point to where i didn't even look at gameplay I didn't look at any of that before this game got released. I didn't care. I just knew I was going to play it and I, I have so much faith in Naughty Dog as a company to where I it didn't really matter to me. And so when I found out, you know, game companies were giving it a high review, 10 out of 10, but consumer scores were giving it such a low review. Yeah. I wanted to try to at least stay as open-minded as possible when I crack this game open because I know compared to every other game i played in the past, this is not in the same caliber. And what I mean by that is you're going to be experiencing different themes and different emotions than what the average game can and does put you through. That's what Last of Us, the first one, did to me
1: as well, just like. Hit different,
0: and that's definitely what it is. So, kind of a small recap: the whole point of The Last of Us is yeah, the first game was just a father daughter. Well,
1: father, a f- a father going. I think it's uh, a father going through the trauma of losing his daughter and be uh, having his world change to meeting a young girl who he he becomes a father figure to and builds a connection of him going through that trauma of loss through f- finding someone that he cares about, and then his him making a decision to. Uh, I think one person said it is like uh, the lives of many are greater than one or the life of one is greater than many Mm -hmm. and how they, a person would choose in that kind of dynamic. Exactly. And also the underlying
0: dynamics of what makes a person kind of choose one over the other and what traumas does that person then experience before they even make that decision? Mm -hmm. Cause what people don't, kind of really think about is everybody in this world has a form of post traumatic stress. Everybody in this world is actually kind of going back to their roots in terms of a a literal fight for their life. Mm -hmm. Selfishness is kind of a main theme in terms of this, where they do a lot of things, not for anyone else. It's more to satisfy some sense of self that Mm -hmm. they either felt like they lost or something that they want to gain when it comes to this. And the main character of this game wasn't the same main character as the last game no um so it kind of switches in terms of that and the main character of this game was ellie uh kind of starting out mm. so compared to your transition from the first game where you play mostly as joel to the beginning of this game where you kind of then play as ellie um what did you kind of think about like the beginning aspects of this game
1: um i just going on with uh how the game was first advertised. I felt like this game was going to be more Ellie driven. Mm -hmm. And I, uh, thought like Joe would take a backseat kind of like, in uh, when you play, I, I assume before I even started the game where it's going to be mainly Ellie. And then maybe a section with Joe, just like how the first one had, uh, Joe and then a section with Ellie Mm -hmm. towards the end. Um, and it blew my mind. Uh, I, it's tough because I had this issue where I, I love Joe as a character. I, I, I've, I identified better with him mm-hmm. as a character than I did with Ellie. But I, this game does a great job of having like great mechanics compared to the first game. That's still similar to the first game, but still fun. And I didn't mind playing as Ellie, and then the the new character they introduced uh, that you play as uh, was also a great kind of style change. That felt each character was different in their own way.
0: Mm-hmm. And when I. Like because I stayed away from all the spoilers, I stayed away from all the the teasers and everything of that sort. I didn't have anything kind of uh, guiding me on to mm-hmm. a specific expectation. All I knew is it was going to be more of a revenge story from Ellie, and so I genuinely didn't expect really to play as Joel. I expected him to kind of pop in and out of the story every once yeah. in a while, and like as like a form of assistance. And that's really about it when it yeah. comes to that and one of the things that really i thought was beautifully done was the intro scene to last of us 2 mm-hmm. i mean what naughty dog has done in all of their games is they they make such a powerful opening intro statement like you are awake there is no kind of kind of uh, like basicness when it comes to anything naughty dog has really done mm-hmm. i mean aside from like their first project like uncharted 1 like that but like everything got better after the uncharted 1 series uh one game in terms of uh, their presentation and starting out, like uh, you start out as Joel at that yeah. point where it's... you are talking to Tommy and you can see, for instance, Joel's uh, for the first time is telling somebody else what he did. Mm. And what kind of hits me the most, and I'm re really getting goosebumps all over really thinking about it, is that long horse ride back you do with Tommy after he tells Tommy and there it's in silence. It's all quiet. Yeah, yeah. And it's like just the weight, the pressure, and that weight alone at the beginning of the game. One is giving me goosebumps and just rethinking about it. And two is so powerful to me because it's like you immediately stepped into the atmosphere of how real and raw that game was just based off how the beginning first 10 minutes was, hmm. which was they're riding back. Joel just told his brother. Uh, what he did in the first game mm. and how he sacrificed everything and killed everyone so he can save Ellie at this point and seeing what was what's so good and why I'm so grateful about kind of video games now yeah is the amount of extra detail that they can put in every single thing to almost make you feel like you're that much more of a part of the game mm. when you see different environments um interact with kind of uh the main characters like mud for instance and mud then gets on a little piece of them and then they get in the water but that mud now washes off or how blood splatters on them in different parts or if they're swimming they can swim into the sea algae and it clears the sea algae and the sea algae actually sticks to their clothes those details or going even deeper into the raw emotions of what you feel are based off what you can read on the facial expressions of these characters that don't they don't exist. They're not real. They're not real actors in terms of what we see in the day to day movies. But they did such a good job at ex- really expressing the pain in these characters faces. Yeah, I feel like it's it's the only way to really make you feel pain in real life yeah. like from like a game like this and so when you see the pain on joel's face of telling you know tommy and then yeah. the pain on tommy's face of you just told me something like this yeah it was such in a surreal experience for me personally because again like you said man as i am a fan of joel i like yeah. joel i identified with joel because he's not a good person he's just He's just a normal guy. Yeah, It's like he tries to do the best from his perspective. And it's to put anyone in charge of like that type of uh, decision, I feel like is almost like a travesty because there's not a you don't win. You're never going to lead that situation. Whatever you do, you're never going to feel like, hey, you made the right call. And so it makes us really identify with kind of what Joel did more because it's like that dirty secret that we're keeping with him. And so, uh, just the way The Last of Us started, to me, opened up uh, kind of like a, a door to my, like, my feelings. Yeah. Because at that point, you felt the darkness. I felt the weight for what the game was starting to put on. And it almost made me scared to continue. Mm. Because at that point, it's like you felt this like slight pressure. Which, again, there's no other game out there, at least on a modern console, that has actually ever made me feel pressure. Yeah. There's games that made me feel uncomfortable. But in terms of, oh, uh uh-oh, I don't know what's going to happen, and I'm kind of scared to see it, no game has ever made me feel like that, man. It
1: even made me think because it made me feel like the gravity of the choice in Last of Us 1 made me feel as if that was – it wasn't the story's choice, but it was actually my choice because I I was behind it. I was like, I would do this, Mm -hmm. and how much that hurt. Like, this is – there was this fear when the game before Last of Us 2 was announced and stuff, and I knew it was going to be about Joe and Ellie. I didn't want it to be about them. Mm-hmm. And that's because I felt I didn't want to know what happens afterwards. I want this belief of everything's good. It's, yeah. a happy it's ending. like an illusion that, that everything is yeah, good. Nothing nothing is going to uh, – there's not going to be things that are going to come back and affect this. And The Last of Us 2 opens my eyes to a hey, every choice you make and everything you do can come back to haunt you or just affect you in some way. that like you can't. You can't just do certain actions. Uh, and think there's not going to be any consequences for it, and and it goes on to show that uh, the the moral greatness of like perspective changes how you see things, mm-hmm. and hopefully will make you. Uh, some of the, the the other things that we watched were showing the moral perspective of how you can go from one person's perspective and be like I love this, and then you go from other person's perspective and knowing what they're going to do, you be like How dare they do that? even though they did exactly what the character that you love did the same way.
0: And that's the thing is yeah. it's more like when a, we've talked about this before in the past where an anime actually kind of betrays your expectations. Yeah. And now you have this kind of resentment and judgment for it. And you're being almost overly critical because it went against kind of what you expected. And the last of us, I feel like did something similar because when you play as for instance, Abby, for the first time a lot of people hated it and of course so did i like the first time i played as abby i was like i would i'll watch her die a hundred different deaths i don't want to see her live i don't and so like i immediately started my journey when you play as abby for the first time hating her despising her why do i want to play someone that killed the guy i freaking loved and put 20 30 hours kind of getting to know yeah and that's kind of the, what's so complex about an amazing what Naughty Dog did. Because in this game, it shows there is no good. There's no evil. There's no mm-hmm. right or wrong. There's just nothing but colored shades of gray based off someone's perspective. And to kind of quote fables, every choice does have a consequence and every cause does have an effect. And mm-hmm. what you did, even if it was for a good cause, you know, selfishly had a negative effect on the world or hundreds thousands of other people and so when you start out and you kind of go into town as uh joel um one of the things i really thought was cool and i actually had to watch a couple easter egg videos on this Hmm. was uh when you start that walk into town you actually pass by the composer of the game um who ends up, uh, he's playing a banjo at the very beginning of the, the whole interaction. Hmm. So when you play as Joel and you're walking through town, you'll see a guy uh, sitting in a chair, a rocking chair, playing a banjo. And that is the exact character model of who created the soundtrack for the game. The game. That's cool. I thought that was a really cool twist. I didn't notice it. I passed right by the guy. Hmm. But when I seen a couple of Easter egg videos... It shows to me the attention of detail that these guys have done on even a small, small thing where you're just going to pass through. I thought the beginning of the game, and they put the guy who made the soundtrack, the composer, yeah. in there. I thought that was an amazing thing, like when I've seen. But it starts with almost like what I don't know, it puts you at a weird point, kind of with the way the story starts because it's. A lot. It kind of throws you right in the middle of it at that point. It seemed like there was events that happened right before that story that they kind of talk about that they don't really uncover if, until a couple hours kind of yeah. passed in that game. And then they also introduce other characters like Jess, uh, Jesse, Dina, and some of the other cast that's in yeah. that gonna fill out the story.
1: Yeah, the fr- the part of the game it, it, it almost does like exactly like Last of Us one where it does the past and then it jumps forward to the present. Uh, but in this game throughout, it's you jump back to the past and to the present uh, times. as a story as a story narrative to, I think, really hit on the point of uh, decisions and seeing different perspective of characters and how that affects people.
0: Now, starting out, big twist, very beginning. Yeah. You're playing this game. You're Ellie. You know, some dark things is happening at this point. Yeah. You have that atmosphere kind of raining on because you're checking in on Joel. What did you think about the first big twist of the game, especially with how fast it was presented?
1: Yeah. Um, I think I I didn't read the the spoilers, but because of how everyone was reacting to it, I knew it had to be one thing that could uh, cause that. Um, so when the game first started, I didn't expect it to be that quick. I thought it, it was going to happen, that Joe was going to get killed and die in some way, but I thought it would be like part of the story where hey, shit just gets unlucky and something happens. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't expect it to be the catalyst. Honestly, when I first saw Last of Us Part Two and how they show Dana and Ellie, I really, I was going to the story thinking, this is a story of revenge that Dana gets sexually assaulted and murdered and, and Ellie is forced to watch that happen. Exactly. <laughs> and these guys just leave her there and just like, you're not even worth it. And then just take off. Like, I really thought it was going to be that kind of story. But when I saw who it resulted being Joe and... And when I saw it, really, as soon as that shotgun hit his leg and I saw the damage, I was like, this is it. That's Flop. It. And I was like, there's no way, like, either either he would survive, and I was, like, hoping I'd get there in time and save, and maybe i get revenge later and he's just going to be a crippled. But as soon as he wrapped his leg, he, I think even Joe knew. He's just like, hey, this is, uh, he's like, hey, let's get this over with. Make your grand speech and let's get this over with. Just, I just knew it was different. Again, I was like, it's popping off right, right here and there. And she took that uh, that freaking golf club and really hit. It did. Went to town.
0: She definitely went to town. And it was the first time I think any of us has actually seen a video game where the character you put in all this time that you thought about for years because of the decision they made gets killed right in front of you in a very brutal way. And, again, just with the knowledge that we know at that time – We understand that that is the right thing to do in terms of this character didn't make the right, a good decision, a morally good decision. He didn't. He was obviously in the wrong right there. But why is it that he was in the wrong, but so many people still gravitated towards him? So many people still loved him. So many people were okay with being the bad guy because technically he was the bad guy right there. He wasn't the good guy. You didn't do good. You actually did, you were the villain. Why is it? What do you think made Joel so good to where he was the villain and that got what he actually did deserve, but yet made people so mad? Why do you think that happened?
1: Honestly, I think it comes down to how great uh, not only is uh, the storytelling uh, of it all, but how great the actors and uh, and actresses did. I think uh, Troy Baker he he just d- did a, a an amazing amazing job bringing this character alive and really humanizing him and making him making you feel that you know what would I do as a father and so and 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 holding like just wearing everything on his sleeves and uh, even in that performance of having his character die just that that, that, that beauty piece in. I remember I watched one of the review. it's like how how crazy it is to uh especially we see uh I think it was from the review you sent me, uh seeing like uh an well analysis of the of Last of Us is like we see Uncharted, we see Nathan Drake throughout boom boom boom. This is anything tricky. You see Last of Us one and you see that there's gonna be a sequel. I, I thought last of us was gonna be just individual stories, but you see that Joe is almost their t- their title character. This is their series you think of Last of Us, you see Joe. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that they're going to take this character and kill them. Kill him. Not not kill him in uh, this, like, yeah, he's outnumbered. He's going down like a G. But kill him because that, that weep, that wolf, 'cause Because this is a controversy some some fans have addressed that Joe no longer was acting like himself. Like, when he saw Abby, he in the first game, he didn't trust, you know, uh, strangers and stuff. He didn't have that. And uh, last night I thought about it and I thought this when it's almost like taking a, a a feral cat that was living in the wild and had to defend for itself and bring in the house, and mm-hmm. it slowly becomes a house cat and that nature. Joe was no longer fending for his life. He was in the compound. He was in a nice community. For years. Years. This is like he's no longer that, that Joe that you knew in that game and how he didn't trust anyone. He only had that one friend. He's a changed he was, person. He's he's different. He's comfortable. He has someone he cares about deeply. He's actually around a family member yeah. of his brother Tommy at this Tommy, point. Tommy, yep. He, he has, doesn't have to be that burden anymore. He has someone that he doesn't only have to trust Tommy and Ellie, but he has a compound, a community. And also,
0: if you're being chased by a horde of zombies, which they were, yes. and you see one individual person, obviously, you're going to end up being like, oh, wait, yeah. you know, somewhere safe. Cool. Better than the situation that he was already yeah. in and overwhelmed in. Like, so it's like, I didn't even see that as a real, like, hmm as something bad i don't understand where people had a problem with that
1: i think it just we hate to see our heroes die and 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 that and that and that hit and it just i don't know it just something that hey we can't things happen well i think you hit it perfectly because
0: i think we wouldn't care as much if troy baker didn't do such a good job yeah And I think that this guy has the potential of being one of the best voice actors of our time period because of how much emotion was in every single scene with any time that Joel happened to be in it in this game. And I mean, every time he happened to be on screen, even
1: singing, I was like, dang, yeah, everything. I I knew, I knew things were going to be different. I, I felt like the, I felt the leaks the moment he got the guitar and he hooked up, and say, hey, Ellie, I, I promise to make you this guitar. I even found out that that promise he said in the beginning was a callback to the first game where he said, I love guitar. And he promised her as her walking on the bridge that he would teach her how to play guitar one day. Mm-hmm. And him playing that song and saying, like, if I ever were to lose you, and those and they, the game, I, I obviously emphasize it because it plays that song like a, a few times. I almost thought we are going to do a whole bunch more, mm-hmm. but it stopped perfectly. Uh, but like that he cares more about Ellie than he cares about his own life. And like, if he lose her, then he would, he would be, he would lose. He, he would be the same person he was before. Cause I think when his wife, his daughter died in the first game, he lost himself. And mm-hmm. then he found Ellie, found someone to love. And he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm happy. I can be, I don't have to be so, so hard.
0: And during that, what was also crazy was you know that that scene also took place pretty quickly after the events of Last of Us 1. Yeah. So there, you can feel it was awkward between those two. Mm-hmm. You could tell that she knew there was something that was up, that yeah. he wasn't telling the full truth. There was an awkwardness when he actually for really reached out to her yeah. and, because that was before you know everything else happened. Mm-hmm. And so it's like it was crazy because you felt the uh, awkwardness in the room. You felt like there was that mistrust especially from her. And you felt his pain of being like I'm if I lost you, I'm I'm not a I'm not there. I'd lose myself. And it's like that small thing you can tell kind of re bridged a small gap between the two and it it just made it that much more powerful right there because then you check out ellie's room and you see you know the robot from last of us one um from the kids Mm -hmm. and you just see a couple different other easter eggs Mm -hmm. and you're like wow there's so much like just small details even
1: after joe's death and his funeral you go in his house and you see the picture of him and his daughter yeah and so just like these zines that impact you see this the stuff and, and on the cared. same
0: stand you've yeah. seen that you've seen a picture of him and ellie which yeah. means that he genuinely cared about ellie just as much as his daughter they were the same so it's like when you have stuff like this it's like you can't it's impossible to blame this guy hmm. i mean you can blame him and you're well within your right but it makes it less black and white in more shades of gray now yeah. in terms of a lot of people would probably do something similar, but it's unfair to put any one individual in that situation and then expect them to do what you would do or follow this bullshit moral path just because you don't agree with it. Yeah, And so it's like, again, in this time period, morality doesn't really exist because it's like people are selfish, they have no problem killing each other over duct tape and different like small little like survival equipment there. So it's, it's a whole different scenario. And that's just the beginning of the game. I mean, so it's like you kind of go past that. Now you're, you're starting. It's Ellie, uh, Dina at this point, and you guys are traveling to, out of everywhere in the world, where do they travel? They travel Ditto, to Washington. our city. They traveled to the city that this podcast is based out of Seattle, Washington. <laughs> and that to me yeah. was crazy because there was, they used real street names. That's here. Yeah. And the, like the Washington state convention center that was there. Yeah. I actually seen like parts where we walked around in soccer con. I seen a different version of that. Cause it, they modified it a little bit, yeah. but where we actually were at in real life. And I thought that that was really cool.
1: I was terrified being that convention center in the game. I was like, already i was like oh it's
0: gonna go happen here but that's (sighs) the thing is i thought that was really cool how they they used it wasn't perfect to what seattle looks like of course but they used a lot of buildings that i have walked past and walked through in that game and it was the first time i've seen that where a game has been like didn't just use the space needle they used a lot of different things when it comes to it so i Mm. thought that was really interesting I mean, again, the whole geography was all messed up because later on in the game, you see the Space Needle at one point, and I think it's on an island. And it's like, how the hell is this on an island? This makes no sense. But that's kind of, you know, smaller details geography-wise that's kind of going on. So, first day, you play in Seattle. Um the first day is dramatically different than any other as ellie as any other day from either of the characters going forward because that's the only day that it almost seems like you are kind of free roaming they open up you know a couple blocks of the city and you're able to kind of go at your own pace before the movie or the story progresses Mm. you're able to kind of explore all the shops before that kind of happens yeah it's it's Gives you the illusion that the game's open world, yes. Even though it only happened during that one
1: part, what yeah. did you think of that part? Uh, I, I, for a second, I almost thought the game was going to be open world, and I was like, Ugh, and I wasn't sure I was going to like it. I I did enjoy exploring the city and stuff, mm-hmm. and I knew at one and I found out later on that at one point they were thinking about making the game open world. Um, but I think I think it was cool being able to explore for that time being and having the illusion of it being very open world, especially with having the horse mm-hmm. and then things happen after that but I enjoy like going to the bank. I enjoyed uh, finding little clues and stuff and getting like context things of what happened in Seattle. Do you feel that open world would have taken away from the game at all? Um, I think with the thing, I always have issues, with open world is that I feel like the game becomes less, uh, very like con- contained and more very like uh side questy and more like I, I have more control of how I want to, Detail the story and everything, mm-hmm. so like I feel like it loses some of the the feeling of tension and like I, I can't turn around and leave. Mm-hmm. There's points where in this game where uh, later on when you're in uh, the basement of the hospital, I would be like uh, I'm gonna come back and tackle this later kind of thing. If mm-hmm. it was open world and I had that choice, but having be like oh no, nope, you can't leave. This is you got to either press on or not. You have to face it in order to continue the game. Mm-hmm. It just yeah that kind of strength. I like that
0: because. I think you hit it perfectly with open world could have added some to it, Mm. but it also would have taken a lot away. And because you are forced to have to confront a lot of things that you know is dark and you know, is not really going to be for like your benefit when it comes to it. Mm. But that's, why I also like this game as well is because it wasn't open world. You were forced to. Do you, do you think if you would have made choices in this game that uh it would have taken away from kind of the emotional effect it had on you, like uh, having that like mass effect kind of thing. Like you, yeah. Like if you had multiple choices like throughout the game on endings on characters who lived and died. Do you think that would have made the game better or worse from a story uh,
1: emotional perspective? Uh. I think I think I wouldn't had uh, uh, felt more of that. This character isn't me. I'm I'm just f- seeing these things, and it'd be it would take away from the character's decisions and stuff. Because there was points where I was mad at Ellie. I was mad at Abby for doing things where I was like, that doesn't make sense to me. I would never do that. And having that choice, I bet like, cool. I got this is my ending. Ha ha. But it wouldn't be the creator's ending, and that's mm-hmm. something I had to know about. Uh, in last of us one and last of us two like i'm not the author I, I didn't write this story i'm just a fan that loved the first game and has expectations of what i would go but i this is not my series i didn't come up with this idea and if i want to do something myself and make the universe i want I either make fan fiction or make my own story and setting and tell my tale but i think it takes a lot of strength to be a like, hey, this is my story and i'm going to do things where obviously fans ain't going to like it Like it's going to be it might it might either be great or people are going to hate it and uh how they and how they did joe and everything a lot of people responded quickly with hate but i think overall i was when after i played the game and finished it all i was happy at certain uh at moments and i was down but it, it still was an emotional journey and one review hit me that was true is just like it's hard to beat a masterpiece as last of Us one like it's hard to be to say have such a great story and be like the sequel is going to be just as great it's hard to be that like I know in every series I had that I know there's a game out in the series was that was better than the other one. It was never one. All of them was all masterpiece and all great. Well, I can't name one game series. Well,
0: even take That's away a game story. series. What about in terms of, for instance, movies? Yeah. OK, if you have a movie series, OK, how many off the top of your head can you say that the second movie was better than the first movie? Mm-hmm. It's usually very difficult for that for that to be the case. I mean, most of the time that I've noticed, the first movie has always been the best when it comes to that.
1: Uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier was better than Captain America, but I yeah, I, I never watched but Winter Soldier, a, but I, I did watch
0: did. the first one, and the first one, I I didn't think I was going to like the first one. I honestly didn't, so I avoided it for a long time, and I did watch it, and I was a lot more entertained than I yeah. thought. And so it's like Winter Soldier could have definitely been like a lot better, but again, that's to me it seems like a very rare case yeah. because ideas in it's like how do you go above and beyond kind of that expectation? Hmm. And it's an unnecessary pressure that I feel like these developers have to deal with because if they would have, in my opinion, if they would have made it multiple choice, I feel like more people would be happier, but the quality of the game would have dropped so much. I don't think anyone would talk about the game three years from now. Mm -hmm. I don't think anyone would ever leave an emotional impact. Like when I beat the game, I felt like an emptiness and I feel like I wouldn't have felt that. And for me, that emptiness was a frustratingly really good feeling because it was just something that no other game has made me feel before ever has happened it's never Mm -hmm. happened and I feel like I don't think I would have felt that type of emotional kind of accomplishment that what the game wants to give you what the game wants you to actually feel and take with you the game wants you to feel dirty they want you to love it and hate these characters they want you to sit there and argue with them and that's the point is it's not supposed to be easy it's supposed to be complicated and incredibly messy mm-hmm. so to me it would have been almost like a cop-out and i think a lot of people would have loved it and a lot of people would have been pumped with these choices but i don't think if they would have done that anyone would talk about the game three years from now no. it's hard for me to sit there and say that and i mean is there things that i think should be different i don't know because if that's the case Maybe it would not have made as much of an emotional impact for me. And I'm at the point in my life, man, where me and you, we have beat a lot of games in our life. Yes. A lot. How many other games have made you feel this emotional on so many different levels? Like you felt hatred for a character and then had to turn around and actually identify with her. I've never identified with someone who killed my father. That's what you kind of Mm -hmm. this game forces you to feel is now, hey, this person that killed this person that you loved, they're not a bad person. They're fully justified in doing so. They had their own ambitions. They're a good person. And Abby, let's be honest, was a good human being. She she might have fucked up a lot of different people. I mean, I'm sure the scars don't think she's a good human being, but in reality, she's done a lot more good. Then I think Ellie has done or Joel has done when it comes to that. Would Ellie have went back, for instance, for those two children? I don't know. She would have. I don't because she was selfish. Think about Ellie left. Let Jesse go off by himself because she was so focused on revenge. Yeah. So it's like and that was somebody that she liked, respected and was a friend of that saved her freaking ass too. And she was like, "I'm not going to save you again." And he was like, bitch, he saved your life." And then they split up right there. Mm. So it's like if that was the case,
1: would Ellie have saved those two children? The scars? I don't know. I would feel if if she was in a show, she's like, "Hey, these people need it." Oh no. I I hear what you're saying, but the, the game does do a good job of uh, humanizing abby in a way where i understand and I, I knew it had to be something uh of why they wanted revenge and why they wanted to target joe um yeah it had to be personal yeah it had to I be personal definitely I, was had like, to. I was like i i either thought it was something else that we were on lo- learn more because this when i when that first happened i thought oh maybe it's gonna be a lot of passings where you play as joe before the ellie thing and you're going to see things that he did that came back to haunt him, mm-hmm. but then it just became it was all because of that hospital scene of what he did with uh uh killing the the doctor and stuff. The father la- the, la- the Abby's father, the last of the last possible person who could save uh, humanity mm-hmm. and stuff. and yeah, it was just so it's was like I,
0: I understand. Ellie, Seattle, day one. How shocked were you when that horse died? My horse uh, got blown yeah, up and I was like,
1: "Dude, I, like, I did not see it coming. I was like, fuck. And I thought we were going to go straight into a combat. But again, it does a good job saying real life. Like, hey, you get blown up on top of something that just got killed in the mine. You're going to be pretty concussed. Yeah, you're going to be disoriented. You're not going to be like, I, I get up. I can have perfect. Let game. me hit my health potions and stuff. Uh, and another thing that Last of Us 2 does good is just like how everything is slow and maniacal, That even healing in this game, you got to. Find cover and heal, mm-hmm. and really, uh, really have these details. And oh no, it, it just, it just good. And I loved, I love day one and how it happened because I felt like it was gonna be a breeze. I was like, man, I'm about to go go to these people, take them out. Revenge is mine. It's all Ellie and Dana. Let's 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 do it. Mm-hmm. And then things change, and it, it was just great. Uh, what did you think of uh, Ellie
0: at the beginning? Uh, day one still ellie and adina's reactions with each other because they, they've interacted a good amount with each other um what do you think of
1: that i thought it was nice and uh and just played off well i think dana and ellie had a, a cool relationship i i think it's it's tough because it's not going to be uh joe and ellie i mm-hmm. think it's going to be different because they already have a trust and day one of joe and uh ellie when joe is but just them two he doesn't really trust her he's like this girl is a burden and a hindrance and then you see them build that relationship mm. but this one you already have kind of they have a established friendship and relationship so that you more seeing like reminiscing and like learning little key details but overall i think the voice actresses for both ellie and dana did a phenomenal job of having these characters be different and have different ideas and goals and what they want to do and stuff it just
0: did you win that snowball fight at the beginning? Oh yeah,
1: I def- I destroyed those kids. I beat kids. the brakes off those
0: kids. Those kids were. I mean, I targeted one specific kid like four times just oh, so I could ruin that kid's day. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> like. I was going ham.
0: So day one, we're exploring how. What did you think about that scene where you go into the guitar shop for the first time? It's like the first real time that you're kind of uh introduced to seeing that guitar again.
1: I wished I. Uh finish my uh, playthrough of the remake of the last of us one before i played last of us two mm-hmm. so i had all these other recall things but luckily for we live in the internet world where fans have made videos already uh showing the reminiscence. uh i think going to the guitar shop uh me you know when i play last of us i'm always scared so i'm always crouching and hiding i never heard i don't care if uh the the ai is walking up straight i'm just like i don't know things might pop off but when I walked in that room, I saw that guitar sitting there. I was like, "Dang, uh, you know it." It just that that same callback of uh, what Joe did, and and I just immediately wanted to play the music, the song. Mm-hmm. And I wish I honestly took more time to actually remember the notes. I thought she was gonna keep playing it, but like, no, like she did something different. But just that that message of wh- why am I here? You know, what's my purpose? So I thought. To me, that scene,
0: that scene to me was absolutely amazing. Yeah. Uh, when she picked up that guitar, she used a lot of details that they did in terms of, oh. um, the finger placement, huh. in terms of the way the strumming are, was. Yeah. It was cool because on your um, your motion sensor on your controller, based off where you hit it on the motion sensor, hit a string. So if you went from the bottom to the top, it hit all six strings. If you went from the middle to the top it hit only three of the yeah. six strings so it's like small little details like that to me and because i'm starting to play the guitar myself yeah. it hit me on a whole different level i thought it was beautiful and the first song that you end up really hearing um from her before you know not including joel's song is a it's a remix of a uh, take on me a song by yeah. a band called uh aha uh-huh. and it's an older school song and I can say, her acoustic version of that song is way better, one hundred percent better than the original song. It had a way better vibe to me, and I I thoroughly one hundred percent loved it.
1: Okay, <laughs> uh, I, I I guess I could I could see it. Uh, I think it's just like I I, I when I see here take me take on me, I think of it as. The high thing, and I I, I had memory related to it, but I think this was a cool cover of it and doing slow, but I just think it's, you know, well, how many times
0: in your life have you listened to an acoustic version of a song? And if you haven't listened to it that much, then I think it would just be a different appreciation <laughs> for it. Like, uh, there's a lot of MTV unplugged sets where yeah. it's like Nirvana and other bands in the past have just only played their normal rock songs a very slower, very uh, more of an acoustic style. And it completely changed the whole yeah. tone of everything.
1: I think I, I, I listened to, I've listened to a few acoustic covers or changes of songs, song and it works. I think it does. Uh, it changes the mood of the song from this very upbeat thing to a very slow and it worked well. And uh, Ashley Thompson's uh, Ashley Johnson, not Thompson, uh, her, her voice uh, and her singing is just beautiful and it really hit well with the with the song. I just Perfect. felt like
0: it was dark. It was nah. deeper. And it, the song itself, it's so upbeat and yeah. so fast paced. Just having it be so different. And it's like an mm. old song from your past that hits you. That I, I've never liked that song before. Yeah. There's never been one time I put that song on a playlist. But when I heard Ellie sing it at this point, a, a female singer that was a little bit darker, a little bit slower paced. It was a way slower song. I've. it's rare for me to see a song kind of do a 180 from my perspective where I was like, wow, this is a really good scene. And then when you see Dina get really quiet and the way Dina's looking at her, like yeah. the whole scene got set
1: up and painted a really beautiful picture to me. Yeah. I actually would have loved if uh, Joe did a Johnny Cash cover of uh, Hurt. I thought it would have been that cool. I, I thought that may be a moment. Uh, but music and everything highlight of this game that does beautiful is just like how much a how much does the the art the the soundtrack the human expression all these work together to make a great story and really captivate every moment because the music everything hit perfectly everything even tensions even when you play as Abby you're climbing up the top of the tower and stuff you feel the tension there you feel all of these things you're just like wow it just so we end up beating that part.
0: You get to the radio station. Yes. Uh the TV station actually, oh, as yeah. your Ellie, and you start and you walk <laughs> in there and you see four people but, hanging uh, out. Hanging. Hanging out. What was your thoughts on terms of that?
1: Uh I thought, well, uh there I know why there's barely any guards around this town lately. Uh there's uh I, I immediately thought about the cannabis uh the cannibal cult that Mm -hmm. you face in last of us Mm one where i was like oh we're gonna face this crazy uh this cult later in the game and and, you know that's gonna that's gonna be tension based but i was just like i'm hopefully they're gone and i can get what i need and get the hell out of here Mm -hmm. yeah for me i was like this better not be blamed
0: on me Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) hey that better not but i set up a really good thing where it introduced i think to a new group that you would eventually meet you know the scars yeah because the wolves never did any of that i mean they killed people but they never hung you and then yeah. slashed your stomach where your organs are all coming out that's yeah.
1: brutal man they weren't like a religious cult they're just like hey you're you're not from here bye You either recruit you or kill you kind of thing.
0: So the second day kind of comes up. You finish the first day. Now it's going more in terms of a linear story plot going forward. Dina, You have a a base of operations. You have a base of of operations. But you also have your first kind of small little bomb with now Dina telling uh, Ellie that she's she's pregnant. pregnant. Yes. From that point on, they kind of split up. What did you think about that dynamic? Um...
1: I figured it works, uh, explaining why, uh, Ellie would be alone, mm-hmm. uh, the story. Um, I think at first I was like, Oh, I kind of wish, uh, it changes the dynamic of the game cause it's no longer having people with you. And I feel like, uh, to me, it's something I debate on the strength of last of us one. Uh, I like in those moments of, uh, encounter moments when you finish encounter and the difference between, uh. Uh, after encounters over and the little dialogues you can't you happen um this game does a good job of having like the characters like talking to himself a little bit but mm-hmm. it, it it i didn't feel like it had as many moments of you having like these little scenarios as as well as last was one where you have these little key points of talking where it's like all oh, random things happen because mm-hmm. you explore so many things where i was like i wish i had someone here to talk to me about this stuff yeah and stuff and, and it makes more sense because and last was one, Ellie's a kid, so she doesn't have that many guns until later in the game, and she actually starts fighting with a bow and arrow that though she's mainly hiding. Uh, but this this made me, I guess, more fearful because I didn't have someone to come back me up mm-hmm. and stuff. And it, it, and it worked well with the game. So
0: It definitely adds to the tension yeah. right there. What's really cool is uh it just shows the details that uh, Naughty Dog did. For sure. Was if you replay, the uh, and I, I got this from a YouTube video of part of the Easter eggs. So if you end up uh, replaying it, you'll see the first day of Seattle. Uh, randomly, Dina will actually be holding her stomach. Mm. And so they actually allude to her being pregnant on the first day. And she she does it always behind, like, Ellie's back and stuff. So oh, you okay. actually have to turn the camera. Oh, you got to turn the camera yourself. But and she does you'll it. actually see her do that multiple different times. And yeah. I thought that was kind of just a really cool touch that yeah. they added on there. The foreshadowing events like that where you replay it and you're like, wait a sec. I I love stuff like that. It yeah. just it hits me and I love those attention to details. I really gonna appreciate it. Yeah. So you find out Dina's pregnant, you're now going by yourself because 'cause you're not I gonna know. add her on there. And now you're dealing with this intense kind of mission of revenge kind of on what to do. And during that day too, that's when you uh end up going
1: to the hospital. Yep. Yeah you go to the convention center. You go to the convention center,
0: but you're may- well. You're passing through the convention center at that point. Oh, because cause...
1: yeah, uh, part part of day one was you going to the the radio the radio tower. Mm-hmm. I mean the radio studio, and then coming back, and then day two you go to the hospital to find out what's going on. Exactly. Yeah, I remember that. Okay. So
0: from that point on, you go to the hospital because you're trying to find Abby's whereabouts. You sneak. You butcher everybody you run across. I killed. Every... How do you feel
1: about uh, real quick? How did you feel about the stalkers? The new. Uh... Uh, well, because was well, stalkers were in the last, the first Last of Us, were they? Uh, I don't remember, I don't
0: remember them. If yeah. they might, if the they were, ones? I wouldn't remember them. Yeah. I thought that was a new one that they added yeah. in here. I thought it was cool how you didn't hear their footsteps. Yeah, and, and
1: they didn't come up unless they were moving, and you're uh, hearing mm-hmm. them. Their silhouettes won't just appear. It, they were they were quiet and br- not breathing really.
0: I thought it was a brilliant addition because that made me feel more tense. Because yeah. now it's like I can't listen for them. They could be around. I mean. I did, just when they first introduced the stalkers, I did like five loops before I even progressed forward because Damn. I was like, are they going to get me now? Okay, let's do another loop. Let's try to drag someone. Couldn't find him, And then, like, I thought they, they were brilliant.
1: So many time points in this game where I scummed it out where I would be literally right when you jump into the encounter and you're stuck and you can't go back. Mm-hmm. I would sit there. I'd know that there's enemies around. I'd throw a bottle to lure them, but I have my mock top or some grenade or something. And I throw it there to at least get things distinguished. And then I take off, uh, to try to take out the people who I know will one shot hit me kind of things. Um, I remember. Uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, back to the hospital.
0: Yeah. So from that hospital, you're taking out all the wolves. Um, you're kind of going forward and your whole, the whole point of you going to that hospital was you are supposed to find one of Abby's friends?
1: Yes, who
0: is not popping up on a character list I just pulled up. I thought her name was Rachel.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: that was the doctor I, that I, she meet, the second doctor.
1: No, Mel. She's at uh, the black. Uh... Dang, her name. Excuse me. Yeah, I pulled up a character. I just list know y- you find her. She's she's the one who uh beat beat uh.
0: Okay, so you end up finding this girl. Yeah. yeah. Okay, as we only need to sound the names. Like, she, I mean, she, I kind of want to know the name now because like <laughs> you beat the brakes off that girl. Like, damn. But either way, so you end up finding this girl, and as um, Ellie, and you trap her. She's pretty much has nowhere yeah. to go. You finally corner her, and it gets to the point to where you are interrogating her for trying to find Abby. What did you think of that scene where she wouldn't give up her friend and you then had to press the button to hit her with that pole a couple more times?
1: She was she was a badass cuz I I'll give her that because when she go when she says um when when she says uh uh oh you're uh you're here for him. He's like, he's like, you still hear his screams. Her name was Nora. Nora. Oh, God, I was just uh, when Nora was like, oh, you still hear his screams. Yeah, he died. He died like a basically called him a, a bitch. Yeah, like he was like a little bitch. I was just like, right there, I was like, fuck this girl. Like, I didn't care. I think she was already screwed. I was like, I won't make you suffer even worse. Even that scenario when you first jump down, you guys fall and she takes off, breathing everything. Uh, when the guys come behind you. And there's uh, um, not I I don't know what they call the, there's the a screen, the normal guy, the clickers yeah. are on. Did you fight them all? Did you kill everyone? Or did you, me, I went straight to the thing. I lure the clickers so they will fight. And I went through the door. Oh, I killed them
0: all. You killed them all. Like did that, you find anything in there? I mean, standard supplies, standard? but okay. nothing big. Right. Um, so I actually failed this mission at the very beginning because when you um have the first confrontation with her and she takes off. I didn't know you were supposed to take off after her. So I was looking for supplies, and then said, you failed. She got away. I was like, dang. <laughs> oh, you weren't r- chasing yeah. after her? No, she freaking broke out, and I was like, I'm the Terminator. I will find you, bitch. Let me look at your supplies real quick. Said I failed, so I had to go back. They restart, and then you actually have to take off after yeah. her and then do the chase scene. So you end up finding her. You interrogate her. I think she, like, was she a badass? I agree with you. She shouldn't have said that yeah. though. She the moment no, she said probably, good he fucking deserved it, I was like, girl. So you you, you just, realize you're talking to me, right? So you dumb. When you actually have to press the button yourself to interrogate her and you hit her with that pipe more mm-hmm. and more and more. Man, what a brutal scene. Like that was one of the most brutal scenes I've seen in a while. Uh, and then it, it kind of does uh, like it flash forwards and you see Ellie's obviously traumatized by that. Because yeah. she's sinking to a new level of darkness she's never hit, and her hands are all shaking right before she grabs the door. Yeah, I thought that was a really interesting detail because it kind of shows a lot based off her her psyche, right? Because yeah,
1: she never like Joe. That's what like, so Joe and Tommy did it to survive, and now she did it. Yeah. And I'm almost like uh, I went through it all.
0: So from that point on, she ends up going to that, and now you have day three, and what did you think about, you know, day three in Seattle as Ellie and kind of the stuff that she had accomplished. Cause the whole point of that was, uh, she was trying to find Abby at the, the, um, Seattle the arena, aquarium, the aquarium, the yeah. aquarium which uh, is
1: awesome. I immediately got that recall back to, uh, uh, from the trailer where Joe appears and says, hey, I'm here and said it was Jesse. But a part of me still hoped that would actually be Joe. And, we like oh you never really saw him die, you just saw the iron hit him, and I don't know some d- stupid explanation I, I was gonna go with, uh. But yeah, I I just uh everything day three really sets the tension like oh we're coming into an end, and I and I felt like the game didn't introduce certain things like I felt like uh we, uh, some of the scenarios haven't hit, and I was wondering why the city was so deserted, so I thought it would start explaining more of uh the the scars and uh, more of why the WLF was happening. If there was like some war, ha- some more battles happening in the city day well, day three would hit that. Um, but yeah, day day three just again was building on that journey. Like I'm getting closer and closer. I'm going to find you Abby and I'm going to end you. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it was more that recognition that almost like a, a checklist you were taking down each and everyone, each, each everyone who was involved in the killing of Joe one by one.
0: I thought it was interesting how you were involved in a lot of those killings. I mean, two of the people died, and there's nothing you could do because Tommy killed one, and then the Scars killed the other. But most of them you ended up getting like a good amount of revenge on. I, what did you think of when they first introduced the Scars? So it's like you're, you're hiding in the forest. Okay, first, how crazy was it when you first got shot by that arrow? And you actually had to dig it out yourself. What did you think about that mechanic? Did you, uh, because I thought that was really interesting.
1: You had to, like, oh, pull it out, yeah, yeah. You, she
0: pulled out that arrow, and then immediately that's where they introduced the
1: scars. Yeah, I, I find it, I found it annoying at first, but it, it made sense, uh, story wise. I wished it would also, I don't, I, I felt like it didn't translate that well with the enemies, too, of the game. If, say, if you didn't get headshots with the arrow, would they have to pull it out? themselves or slowly bleed out well, they would die yeah. if you did a headshot it would yeah a headshot But if you shot them in the, in the the chest would they have to deal with the bleeding out constantly thing see it's I, ha- I didn't see that mechanic because i would obviously always go for the head and try to take people out it's well yeah fun. i was one and done like yeah. if it
0: was head or it'd be the throat and then you would hear the gargles they did yeah. such a realistic scary job mm. on the amount of Interesting, different deaths all yeah. throughout with all the different weapons, based off where you hit him, how you hit him, the sounds they would make. They put hundreds of hours of details in just the death scenes. I think that this might not only be the most violent game I've ever played, but it had probably some of the
1: most horrific deaths yeah. that you've
0: seen all the time. Detail,
1: and I will say this: uh playing as Ellie was, I think having that her her knife, her really helped make some of that combat easier because as soon as I got, I hid. Took that thing out, and I was like, I'm stealth killing as much as possible. And then, uh, I my, my scumming out was basically kill quietly as much as possible. Then, things get heavy, I start getting more confident, I start blasting fools getting close or knocking them out real quick.
0: I uh, was so stealth focused, there was many different times I was annoyed because I left a lot of ammunition, health packs, and supplies oh. behind, and I mean a lot. And it was bugging me because uh, that happened.
1: Oh, you wouldn't go back. Oh, you would be stealthing around and we'd go to an area where, oh, I can't go back. Exactly.
0: Once you get to that point, you're like, well, or you, for instance, like your rifle. I only used a rifle maybe three or four times through that game. I was stealth pistol or a bow and arrow, crossbow, or just hands. That's all I would need. I didn't need anything else Mm. shotgun. I think I've used a small handful of times and I only would use it because I realized I was leaving more ammo behind. So I just needed to use it up. Yeah, but nine times out of 10, I was stealthy and it would always be the final guy that would catch me. Always the final guy like I would get 90% of them. I would get nine like straight up kill nine guys. You're looking around. you think you finished? And then there would be the last guy that happened to be around the corner that would see me. And it would just it it was scary how much that, that happened to me then. It just I, I don't think I really got a full stealth uh only like playthrough. Maybe a handful of times at best. But mm-hmm. most of the time it was like the last guy would always fucking see me. Yeah. It was so annoying.
1: I, I ever s encounter I had to kill pretty much everyone. It's coming out. I think one uh, I, I only a few I would say were my difficult ones. And a lot of it came towards uh, mainly as Abby because I no longer had the clutch of having a dagger when I approached someone. No, but you have her hands, and yeah. she can break someone's neck with well, her muscles. You can't uh, punch someone who's thousands of my, uh, feet above you with a sniper rifle. You, you, gotta get, you gotta get close to them. You definitely do. <laughs> Luckily, she had a crossbow for that.
0: Yeah but even then like that okay so third day you're introduced to the scars you see them hang someone and then cut him open and then that's how they kind of introduce you to uh like Ellie to the scars yes how what did you think of that scene cuz i thought it brought the perfect amount of atmosphere where i was like shit they can't see me i can't let them see me there you hear
1: whistles all around you at that point cuz that's oh. how they communicate that it was dark that freaked me out the tension that they did that they did it perfectly because it was like all oh, now they felt more tactically aware than the people you were fighting uh before like yeah. i i feel like i was going through the wolves like they they weren't they they would have patrols but it was always like they would isolate themselves but the scars they were all the constant communication whistling chuckling Setting stuff, of responding back, if they didn't get responsible, that's weird, and go check it out, mm-hmm. that it really hit, and it really made me made me go more prone and start uh, really laying down in the game more than I was previously. Yeah. Yeah. It was a really aware and, like, really taking the time to sit there and observe of what's happening.
0: So you end up continuing forward. You finally get to the actual aquarium at this point. Yep. What did you think about Ellie? Because at that point, that's when you're with Jesse. Yeah. Before you get to the aquarium, you guys split off. Jesse goes yeah. and uh, helps listen, out Tommy. Listen,
1: yeah, to, uh, he hears that sniping and people running after a sniper. Yeah, so Let's he's
0: help. he's like, "Let's go help out Tommy." Yeah. Fun. Ellie's like, "He'll take care of himself. Good luck. I I gotta do this." and they split off what did you think of that interaction like did that affect you or was it more like oh this is normal let's kind of move on because at that time I remember I was I was frustrated with Ellie I was like why would you do that Jesse just came out of nowhere he saved your life already before that and now like you're being kind of a dick to him you're supposed to get your guy back Tommy like why are you not like at that point she was at max consumed for yeah
1: this is where I run the issue where it's like how do you know the person's gonna be there still and that issue that the game kind of uh i once there's things you call like coincidence or just straight luck where i feel like i personally would not have i would have went with tommy because i'm back maybe if i if i can hear the sniper things and it's close to the aquarium anyway
0: yeah why why wouldn't abby
1: not why wouldn't abby be out there or what's happening like is is that you think this is like a final boss where the final boss is just like I'm waiting for you, Ellie. It's not like Abby sent a letter, said, you want revenge? And Find then, me in Seattle. And Ooh, what's I, crazy yeah. is if Ellie would
0: have done that, she would have seen Abby. Yeah, she would. So it's like how their paths were so close to crossing multiple yeah. times. It was really like, they, I thought it was just well yeah. done in terms of that. They did a
1: good job. And then I really saw, uh, I think the Marina scene really hit it hard for Ellie, especially, uh, Sneaking in there and uh, confronting the two people that uh, Owen and Mel, mm-hmm. and then her choice of she was gonna do the the same tactic that she talked about uh, that Joe and Tommy would do, where she would have them confirm where Abby is by both looking at the map, and how Mel was immediately about to go tell her and not care, and and because of Owen care, love still love being in love with Abby was like what the hell are you doing, which resulted in his death and then resulting in Abby. Male, like, fighting for her man and then dying. You know, getting stabbed, stabbed in the throat and just... So now you yeah.
0: see that you know that your character, Ellie, just stabbed and killed a pregnant woman. Yes. What did you think?
1: I will be traumatized like Ellie, but i would be like, this is either me or her. That's real
0: talk. That's pretty much it. Like, was it was like, hard for me to care when, like, Ellie was like, you guys don't have to die, for instance. And then they kind of yeah. initiated, because
1: cuz she literally said I'm just I just want to know where Abby is. That's it. That's it. But
0: would would you believe that? It's hard. It's hard I,
1: I, in that again, situation. I wouldn't it's believe just it, hard. but I wouldn't I'm not going to fight someone with a gun. Like I would I would more like to throw something and take off like Ellie does later in the game in a scenario where she tries to hide and fight do something like that, but actually this to, to pause a moment we were in the theater and every time you would leave walk out walk through that room uh and to leave to go back outside to leave mm-hmm. remember those scenarios i knew immediately when i was walking through there that a scenario is going to happen where i won't be in here fighting yeah or sneaking around because the way it was designed so many cubbies and weird i was like this place is too open and too many like crawling and sneaking areas but i feel like it's going to be another scenario like in last of us one we're in the as Ellie in the cafe, and that guy's trying to find you. Oh, yeah. You got to sneak around. I thought, man, I'm definitely going to be sneaking in here later, trying to look through things and stuff. But back to it. Um, I think it is what it is. I, I think I would be more scared, but you're honestly – Ellie had the drop, and there's not much you can do. I think Mel – it was weird because I I think Mel hated Abby. Oh, she definitely did. But she I didn't, despised I her. I feel like, but she said so in the beginning of the game when we in day one for Abby when you're with Mel. I thought they kind of had a bonding experience, but Mel just hated. I think Mel just hated Abby because she knew Owen loved yeah. Abby, and she wanted owen to love her the same well yeah
0: i mean yeah. mel was definitely feeling more insecure by each passing yeah. day she knew that they had a history when it comes to that mm-hmm. she knew that owen still did a thing and she also knew that owen was spending more time out on patrols than like even like trying to stay safe in a base yeah, or anything stay with that her, yeah. so, and i
1: th- and i think mel was definitely upset that i beat her targeting course thing. Oh, I'm sure I beat the brakes. I beat, I beat the, the damn cla- brakes cla- cla- <laughs> I was like, you're putting my name I was there. last minute too. I found it. I was like, oh snap. I shot it. Oh, oh Twenty one. was like, you're
0: putting my name up there. I don't even yeah. care. But uh, what I liked is I uh, the raw emotion of when Ellie knew That she was pregnant after the fact. She already stabbed her.
1: No, Mel, yeah. Yeah,
0: she threw up. I like how she threw up. She was so, like, disgusted, like, with her own actions. Because think about How many people did she stab and kill before that?
1: So many. A bunch.
0: Never gave a shit. But this time was the only time she ever threw up yeah. because of like what she did and she yeah. was like because to me the- it's
1: just like it's basically like her killing Dana like in mm-hmm. you know, a scenario like no exactly that.
0: so she realized she crossed the line she realized yeah. that she it was too much and at that point she was like you know what I don't need to kill Abby actually fine let's just move on yeah like, and she's she to has to leave let's go done. she accepted it so then at that point
1: one dumbest thing I thought was dumb and and plot and Deus Ex Machina. Who when Tommy and Jesse came in the room and saw what Ellie do saw the map lay on the ground that Ellie was right on. They just left it. They just left it. Yeah. Like I,
0: I Maybe they didn't know Ellie dropped it. Maybe they thought that map was originally there. Um before they entered the room. Because they entered the room also, after Ellie. Also I up.
1: disliked about it is if I had a map. I'm not, and I, I was looking at sp- places right off. Would I write on my map, circle home base under there, or let you know where I'm at, or would it just be spots where I went to? Because I would know where I'm. I know where I'm at. And Why that, would I need to write uh-huh. a destination? Yeah, that I can 100. percent Because that's a, that's the thing. I I don't think like you won't be able to tell if you see me marking mark, marking the map. You won't be like this is where me and Dana is. Because in case I were to lose that map. Yeah, or abandoned. I would put other people in jeopardy. Yeah, you wouldn't have home base. Yeah, I, wouldn't, sort of I wouldn't need or it. I, I know exactly it. where it's at. Yeah. The That's, map is for me to say, hey, I explore this area, this, and uh, almost like a notebook, on, honestly, that she kept with her. Yeah, yeah, that one definitely seemed
0: a little off right yeah. there. But again, for the sake of the plot to keep yeah. going, it's you think it's kind of wrapping up. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Jesse gets shot. Yes. Oh, murdered. What so did quick. you think about that? I hate, it oh no. Quick. Those it was, was s- like Red Dead quick. You know how yeah. like Red Dead Redemption they would kill off? Like, that uh, Irish guy? It was the Irish guy. They killed or, some uh, people. What was, head was the homie? What was, oh, God, what was his name? Lenny. When Lenny, Lenny died. Oh. <laughs> Lenny got blasted with he a got, shotgun. And it was in the middle. There's nothing yeah. you could really see and it was like in game action. Yeah. There wasn't a cut scene. It was just I, quick, think, I
1: think that is worse when I feel like I, I, Possibly could have had this center because mm-hmm. I was like, Lenny was ahead, and I was like, I was like, cool, we gotta get out of here. And then he opened that door, and boom, I was like, damn, not much you can do. And uh, and last of us, just like, at cutscene, I was just like running, like, okay, let's go, <sighs> nothing you can do. And Jess, just, just as soon as he hit the ground, he was dead. I was like, fuck,
0: dead. So then they do that cutscene, they don't finalize it. Uh, now, flashback, dude, they're playing for Abby restarts the cycle now now you're playing all i ask is
1: this if we, before we get into abby's day one as abby going through all the stuff that you, you you know of like we would later find out about the revenge would you have left ellie alive Cause i know owen was like hey we gotta get out of here because the town might be coming for us would you have left ellie just there see knocked her out
0: i myself well what, the second time? No, the first
1: about? time, the beginning of the game. Oh, when,
0: no, the first time, it, I would have been like, no, we have to kill her, otherwise they'll be after us. Yeah. That's my normal inclination. Especially
1: like, when I, we're wearing our patches that says where we're from.
0: But also, you see it's a 15-year-old like child at yeah. that point. Then you're like, it's a little bit harder to kill a child than it is like a grown-ass, guy oh, in his man. 50s
1: and we would have to kill tommy too as well but when yeah. it comes to that, and they never killed him yeah. either they just knocked them both out so
0: it's like i can see where they're like hey we don't want to lose our humanity because they, they were scar or they were they killed scars well before that yeah so obviously they and they saw children. themselves
1: better uh as scars like scars went too far did some battle and they were like we only kill we accept more people and we only kill you if you try to destroy our our organization kind but of that
0: wasn't exactly the case yeah because it was owen has already admitted he was going to kill like an old man scar that wasn't trying to attack him yeah. or anything of that sort and, and then isaac's about domination how they've kind already of thing. killed like children scars kind of going yeah. forward isaac had no problem killing a child like but setting off the kind of betrayal yeah. scene going forward so it's like it's it's kind of tough because it's just like they had no problem killing kids before that but They didn't want to get lost kind of in the darkness. I don't really know. They wanted to feel like they were morally better because they knew they were doing a horrific thing anyway. Because they all were traumatized from how Jill died. Like, they're like, yeah, I'm glad he did it. I wish I just didn't see that. So it's like they all felt a form of trauma when it comes to it. I myself would have been like, no, it makes sense. We we should kill him, but I can see why they kind of let her live. Like knock her
1: out and just like let's get out of here. And uh, assuming they don't know where they're at and stuff. But Um,
0: now you have to deal with the whole. You are now playing as a character that killed the guy that you genuinely loved. Yeah. So how did that feel? Because when it said okay, after you did the original flashback with Abby, now you're at day one again. What was kind of going through your mind where you're like, wait, day one? Because now that obviously yeah. means you, uh, you're going to have to play the next few days. Yeah. Uh,
1: I immediately thought, wow, uh, we're back at it again. Um, I, I'm assuming, and it made me think of like some of the recalls back of playing through LA's of what you think Abby's doing. So it's like seeing what Abby was up to. And I assume like, oh, this is probably going to end with me going to the island and destroying uh the scars profit and stuff because at that point i didn't know the profit was already got dead yeah. i think a pro- i always Crazy. felt like she was already a constant presence and was just on the island uh that i was just like let's just get this over with so i can get back to uh find out what what happens after uh date once we get back to day three and, and catch up to you, the present moment um but I, they did it, I think, as it went on, because I hated Abby and I did not want to play it. As it went on, I started, I like how they humanized Abby and kind of made her. I almost gave her the perspective of, like, the the female version of Joel or the version of Joel was like, hey, this is that perspective. And it would be kind of heavy-handed later on in the game, too. She was to definitely
0: it. the female version of Joel because she was stronger than most of the males that she ended up yeah. passing by anyway. I mean, that girl was built.
1: There was one point in the sex scene, but. Yeah we'll, talk about it later. yeah, we'll definitely address <laughs> that one because that one was a little dumb to me, but yeah. whatever.
0: So, like, you start playing as Abby. You kind of get her backstory. You find out it was her dad that was killed, yeah. all that. So it kind of gives you more. Did you find yourself growing more attached to Abby the more you played her, the more you found it? Or were you still resenting her by the time day two or three happened?
1: I, I didn't resent her, but I, I grew to understand her and her story and stuff. And uh, I, felt, I felt like they did a quicker version of The Joe and Ellie turn around when Abby decides to go back after Liv and Yara and actually decide to actually help them more than uh, she could. Because she could have just said, hey, this is all I can do. That's where Uh, I was surprised.
0: That's one of the things that surprised me. Because I was like, she's known as the number one scar killer. She's known for this and that. And I was like, why Mm. would she do that? It goes so out of character from what she was kind of done before leading up to that.
1: And I I feel like it came down to like I I would see myself as her like hey those kids I had a bad dream those kids saved my life when I, I was literally about to be gone it was game over if they didn't do anything or I just left her there hey, that'd be the end uh, that would feel better to go check on them but uh, I think she got so far into it and that hospital thing of her going to go get that supplies for Yara really helped change how she cared how she felt not about Yara but about Lev and how. Lev as a person and stuff. Well, yeah,
0: because after that, that's when Mel called her out. Mel yeah. was like, "This isn't you. Like you've yeah.
1: never done this before. You're a piece of shit." Yeah,
0: and like that's where like Mel was like shitting on her and saying, "Yo, yeah. if you're going to leave with us, I'm not going." Yeah, and put her in a really messed up position. Mm. And it's like you understand again. Mel's not in the wrong right there, yeah, but not- it's still one of those things where you're like,
1: <laughs> I think it's douchey, and uh, yeah. Yeah, because otherwise yeah. it's like okay, you just sentenced. It's Abby basically to just die saying like, oh, I she don't. Just yeah.
0: Betrayed the yeah. wolves, so now she just betrayed her whole lifestyle, the people that gave her a chance to revenge, all of that. She betrayed all of them for this scar that she happened to meet this child. What did you think about pretty much the fact that after you went back, now you have to go to the island? day three starting as Abby, you just dealt with the stupid unnecessary sex scene that I thought was ridiculous. I don't understand. It just, if you're going to have a sex scene, I like, it just didn't add to the story or the plot. So it just didn't really make much sense to me. You can't go from like, yeah, you're a murder killer that has killed people before to
1: let's now fuck.
0: Uh,
1: I think they're good. I think, uh, with day one, like her meeting Manny and that Manny and her like her roommates and hang out. Manny was the homie though. I thought wasn't he? I hated Manny at first when he killed Joel, and I was like, man. he said, man, Puto and calling that. Yeah. I said, I'm gonna kill that fucker. He was my man. I was mad because he just had that swagger, like, so I'm gonna kill the fuck out of this dude. But Manny was the homie. He turned out to be the he cool was guy. The real he, homie. He was the squad. He said, hey, I got you covered. Hey, go do go do what you need. Go go get your man. You know, we were partners and stuff. If you were there for me day one. I will be there for you. And Damn, he he, he, he. always watch your six. How how, (laughs) how crazy was it
0: that that guy was by himself then fighting Tommy? Yeah, like there was no backup, no reinforcements. He was just by himself. And
1: this game does a good—is it immersion? Like does it sets a good atmosphere because, in a flashback, you you use Tommy's rifle and you're shooting things from far distance. So Whitey leans out the map, and I did not. I thought it was I when I played as Abby. I thought, oh, that's a scar. But when you find out it's Tommy, you're like, oh, shit, it makes sense. Because his rifle is that powerful, and he and he can take people out from a distance. From a distance. Like, and, and he was and, a good shot. Mark, he was a great shot. And even, like, I died twice, I think. Twice, one or one or two times. Uh, even trying to navigate that until I kind of figured it out. Oh, yeah, there was it so was many just- times I wasted
0: health because I would just, like, pick up, and I would just get shot, <laughs> knocked down, and then you're like, what the hell? Yeah. And then you have to make the decision, do you just – tank the run and just restart have him kill you or do you fight through it yeah there's so many times i would just like just kill me plus yeah. like i already either wasted too much ammo you hit and me you, too much. you were playing
1: a harder hard difficulty than me than me too so you probably the, when you take damage you take damage uh
0: I, like i have like because i didn't play it on normal i would like to see kind of the difference yeah. because it's like clickers killed you in one shot regardless like yeah. there's nothing you can really do on that but it's some of the bullets where I was like, damn, you shot me twice. I might as like, or I would kind of can the run because like they see me early and then I would get five headshots on a row. And then you'd be like, do you go forward or you just die? What do you do? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, He's already hit me more than I want, yeah. but I didn't expect to make it this far. What do I do? At American that point? People, yeah. So it's like, that's happened to me a few times. I was a little frustrated with, yeah. but then it's like, you're going on. You somehow out of everywhere possible as Abby you re meet up with Manny. Thought that yeah. was a little strange right there.
1: Yeah. Uh I I only reason I didn't see too crazy because I knew uh in day one they were uh was it day one? Yeah, day one. How everything went especially when they got back to the compound when they got saved was everyone's getting ready to go tackle the island mm-hmm. and how uh I knew to their boat they had to pull out from there mm-hmm. so it's like manny like since you were so late and behind he already has to lead the charge because it was going to be you and manny leading because mm-hmm. you guys are the best um that uh, i wasn't too 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 surprised by that i just think i was just surprised that that many people who however the squad manny had with him that that many people were like i got this manny <laughs> i got this manny like how, how many people died before manny was alone like isolated to take out the what's crazy though is
0: you also it's believable because of how far away the sniper was yeah and when you get shot by somebody with a sniper rifle you're like wait where did that bullet come from oh yeah so by the time the third or fourth death came you're like oh you finally it's finally over in at least that general direction and everything yeah exactly so i feel like again that one kind of it does make sense but my first initial bit was if I didn't see the dead bodies around him, I'd have been like, why is he by himself? This mm. makes no sense. But then you two together track him down like and Tommy, Tommy, Mur- Manny, him. Manny. him. what did you think about Because that was so quick. This, he murks him so quick. Abby got obviously scared. She became the Hulk. Finally was able to get in this room. Door. that She wasn't able to do by herself before. What did you think about that? Because he died I,
1: quick. I felt bad for Manny's father because in the beginning, you remember that scene where you were going, you guys were about to go out for patrol and Manny's sitting down with his dad. His dad has, like, he's old and has, like, uh, Tourette's or something. He has, like, he's – you remember that? No. Well, there's a scene where Manny's, like, there's like a little cut scene before in day one where he's doing that and Manny's just, like, doing what he can to take care of his father. I was like, fuck, man. Man, he's gone. Like, who's gonna take care of his dad? Especially everything being so fucked from there too. Well, their leader got killed, so it's yeah. like, what do you do? I was just surprised, even before that, uh, going to the hospital. Um, as Abby, yeah, as Abby, uh, to get Yara's uh, equipment. We'll get the the medical supplies for Yara. I thought, honestly, before I want to talk about that cool boss fight, the Rat King, but uh, that. I thought, as you were going to leave as Abby, I thought you would see the devastation of everything or at least be aware of what happened to uh 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 in last of us two uh yeah boom uh and how how crazy that fight but that was terrifying, especially getting to the hospital and finding out that this was uh groundbreak zero where they brought all the infected the first time mm. and how they sealed it up, great great immersion of the game of bringing new ideas to the infection how this this molding works
0: for me one of the best scenes that i've seen uh in this game was when you were playing as abby um escaping from the scars uh before day three and that's when um that's when you met like lev oh yeah and you were running through that dark forest while oh, like things yeah. were chasing you the way the lighting was the way like you know you're right. you were sprinting and they were coming out from all different directions and stuff i thought it was it was done I really felt the tension really perfect well. especially
1: once uh, you go to the area and 11 and yards able to leave that door and you're stuck and you can't get through yeah and then you're I like they left they say, uh, yeah you said man why did i try to trust scars like i felt like i could like why would i even trust these people too and then all these monsters start jumping down and then clickers i was like man i'm isolated and then just to see left say over here i was like oh snap came in at the perfect opportunity i needed them, cause yeah. i was down you
0: actually yeah. felt a form of oh, like relief yeah relief yeah. and it, it, again it just shows you how good of a job yeah. that this developer did on this game because i've played ghost of tsushima a lot man i've never felt like relief because of uh like that scenario it's yeah. never once happened i've never i've never felt that and so it's like yeah i've killed people i'm like great i'm glad i'm not dead yeah. but to feel like oh yeah like that tension never like never been the same yeah and so it's like then it's like you brought it up like you're in the hospital you now are you seen the rat king for the first time and you take off you got dip i dip hard that dipping scene was awesome
1: like i love when games introduce something and have that run mechanic i remember doing a spider-man ps1 game where dr Oct. Has a symbiote and everything is all weird, and you gotta run away from him. I just like that tension of that fear. Like you don't want to if you don't have to fight this person, you don't want to. And then for Abby to be like, "Fuck it, you gotta do it." I was like, "Fuck
0: yeah!" I did not. You had to run around in circles. He would destroy walls. Yeah. I had to. I had to. Man, I had to live inside those cracks. Like oh, you, did, cracks- oh, you were going back. Oh, back I and had forth. to. He was going to him. Hmm.
1: Like yeah, because he's. Uh, I watched one someone explain it like he he's a mixture of all all the infections, so he has the strength of uh uh the bloater and the the giant guys he has the speed of uh the the stalker guys and he has uh the the sound maybe the sound base of clickers mm-hmm. but like the the awareness of just the standards uh infected yeah if he touched like you once it was
0: always an insta kill yeah. and then if you chipped out his health, all of a sudden it would now introduce a monster that came from him. Yeah,
1: and it was fast and annoying as hell. Yeah. And did you kill it before you, did you kill that monster before you killed him? Of
0: course, I brought out a shotgun lined them both up at the same time, hit him and hit the monster at the same time and oh. just like saved ammo. It was easy as fuck. I was
1: never worried about that monster and the slides. Like the Damn, one I-, I wish I saw that because I, I I, knew I killed him and I and I didn't kill the other one. I was like, oh I guess they just Assume they both died, I guess. And I was climbing up the thing, Mm -hmm. and that monster took me down, and I fell down, and I had to fight it. Mm. I was like, fuck, let me finish it. So the game planned for you to go a different way in case that monster was still alive. So it was cool. I thought the what
0: they did with that Rat King was really good. I honestly never knew his name was the Rat King. Yeah.
1: Like I only found him out because at the end of the game I liked the model so much that I went to the models to you got to use your points and bought it. And it was his name was named Rat King because uh, he was the last of the infected. So I went to the infected files. Man. So So you ended up killing this guy. You get
0: the the whole point of you going to this hospital yeah. was for you to get some surgical equipment like a saw a bone saw so that you can saw off a kid's arm yes okay how save her int- life now first how intense was it seen was that scene where they took a hammer to this girl's freaking arm
1: uh it was it's intense and made me go like because that made
0: me actually flinch in real yeah. life when i you heard the bone break and they did it multiple times it made
1: me go it's weird i never felt the scars humanization ever feel? i felt like they it was another religious uh cult religious cult where mm-hmm. it's like there's nothing about them that i'm like oh dude like do you want to clip like clip her wings i was like do they do this to other people like how how do they take care of these people when they do this stuff and just like having that happen i was like shit
0: well if they would have clipped her wings she would have eventually died within a week or two yeah. from like yeah, what that, it would have done yeah, anyway from sepsis the infi- infection infection yeah. So then it's like you find out that this girl has a broken arm. You're doing all this just so you can save her life by sawing her arm off. Yes. So it's like you're not even feeling something like I don't want to say it's real, but it's like it's not exactly a happy thing. You're, yeah. You're, you're fighting for. Mm. So you finally get to saw. You come back. You they they do the operation. They saw for arm. You go in afterwards and you see her having that, like, nub, that one arm. That, to me, was probably one of the saddest scenes I've seen in a long time. Because, you know, you've seen her age. You knew she was a good person. And what happened? Like, she had her arm sawed off because her brother, her sister brother, shaved their
1: head at yes. that point. And she was trying to defend. Yeah, you know, Lev shaved they, his head. Yeah. yeah, they were trying to defend Lev. Because he wanted to be a warrior and not be forcibly married. Well, At such a young age because of the religious cults. Well, that's because he was a girl. Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: it's like – you knew that, right? Yeah. Okay. So, it's like
1: – I knew he was born uh, uh, biologically. Yeah, because they said he female. was destined yeah. to be a wife. Yes. And, and so – yeah. and
0: that's when they shaved their head. Yeah. And then from that point off, like, went in. If they didn't shave his head, then what? None of this would have even happened. Yeah. So, it's like the sister – deals with a stupid family member that does this thing. Now you're trying to defend that family member. You get your arm chopped off because of it. And she still stayed remotely optimistic, but seeing like how to me that was the heaviest scene in the game was when it's like you go in there and it was supposed to be this good scene because, you know, a successful operation her life saved, but it's like, You just, I myself felt so heavy when I seen this kid and like the look on her face, the emotions that she was displaying of how now she, she has this one arm and it's like, how do you feel? How the fuck Mm. do you think she, they feel? And it's like,
1: to me, man, that was, that was heavy. It it was really heavy. I think what I love the most with that scene with Yara and then Lev was just like how much it really goes to how today's day and age, how we react to things where we assume we know better than the individual. Mm-hmm. what well, we know that their choice doesn't matter. That we are ultimately the choice. Mm-hmm. Like, cause hair can grow back, but t- to them that's a death sentence. Mm-hmm. Lev, what Lev did, and Lev saying this is my identity that Yara felt was weird, and then Lev explained. Like it goes back to what we kind of talk offline. We're just like people just need to talk to these people and understand, and not, not put their own beliefs and said this is how I feel because obviously you you don't identify that way. Mm-hmm. You don't know how they feel. You don't you can't say you're wrong because you don't live that life and and to say that they're gonna kill this person for it, it would just I know. I think the game does a great job just showing that aspect of how radical people can get. About things that aren't their control. And that's what,
0: but that is the point of a cult. A cult is to keep control over the people, and the control is based off specific rules. You break these rules, there's less control, so that person has to go. It's like, otherwise, it's poison for the specific cult. So it's like, I understand why the cult did it. Mm. But again, it's like the wolves, you can sit there and be like, ah, you know, there was some good of them. The scars, it was like, hmm. Y'all seem like terrible, terrible people through and through. I mean, Lev's mother was wasn't exactly a good person either, and so you end up having that arm chopped off. Day three starts. You find out Lev's dumbass is going back to the island yeah. to somehow save his mom, that he knew was more radical and more devoted than anyone else. Yeah, I
1: didn't. I, 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 I see Lev. Lev, just like. Uh, I, ellie was just a young person who didn't understand yeah. that's what i gotta do i like i was like why would you do that but they, they loved her they loved their parent he, he loves his mom yeah and he wanted to he he believed that if his mom understood he talked to her one more time she would understand do the right thing and come for him but she he didn't he didn't understand how big how quickly something else someone's b- beliefs and religious or polit- anything can really ingrain them that they won't even accept their own kids.
0: And yeah. even then at the time he came back, she already was went days without food and water yeah. because she sacrificed eating and drinking as punishment oh, yeah, for what the kid did. Penance. Yeah. So it's like she was already probably pretty malnourished and p- severely dehydrated to his like extreme point before she even seen her kid again. Yeah. And then Lev pops into the picture. What does she do? She takes a knife and starts, like, cutting him. Yeah. like She
1: wants to, yeah.
0: And then you enter the scene after you infiltrate that freaking village. Wasn't it crazy? Because Yara was following you that time. Yes, yes, yes. You would kill all the people from Yara's village. And she made no mention. Like, she wasn't like, hey, that's my buddy. Let's not, like, leave that person alive. Or, <laughs> like,
1: she had no problem with you butchering the people that she grew up with. She learning. does say she, say, she does make one reference. Like, I hope. I was like, can, hopefully you can keep the... Killing till like killing to the minimum, like uh, uh, implying like we can try to sneak around, but obviously I didn't fucking sneak. For sure. I
0: did not sneak. Well, I snuck into yeah. a line to let that. me get their throat.
1: But I I also felt like hey they were gonna kill you on sight. Just like when you were climbing the tower, as soon as they saw male, it was on sight. They were shooting. Yeah, so I was like obviously Yara made her made her bed. I was like I want to protect my brother. So if if you guys want to kill me, I'm going to, again, so let me or you. I'm not going to just let you in my life easily. So, yeah.
0: So you end up sneaking through. You see Lev and you see a dead mom. Yeah. (laughs) I was like,
2: whoa.
0: (laughs) That's kind of Lev's loss of innocence in a way, like right there. I mean, obviously it was justified. It was self-defense because he ended up pushing her, and that's where she, like, hit her head. I
1: mean, did you did you think the mom was going to be dead? Yeah, I, I knew I I knew something, it that mom wasn't going to come with us. I feel like it was a lost cause, but obviously I don't want Lev to die uh uh, uh since it was death. Zeph. It could have been Lev or her mom, but I definitely saw like both would be either one was going to be dead or both. And now somehow the wolves are attacking at the
0: same damn time As that you're, you're now escaping. Yeah. Do you think that makes it easier or harder? Because there's distractions, but now everyone's more on the alert.
1: Um, it it, it for me it, it brought up my attention even more and made me feel like oh all oh, snaps. Uh it really put me in the perspective of Abbey's like I made my choice that I'm not Scar, I'm not Wolf. Like now if you're not joining the battle, then you're against them, basically. And we saw that played out. Uh, especially after, uh, one, even before, like, when, when uh, Isaac meets up with you and threatens to shoot him, he's like, hey, I and, and it goes back to kind of what you said, like, why would she ever save a scar? Because they were, wolves killed children. Yeah. Isaac had no issue shooting Yara and probably Lev if, uh, and shooting both of them. He's like, hey, these are scars, fuck these guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had no sympathy for them. I to. He wanted to commit mass genocide. He's like, yeah. I want them gone completely. So, we can build our island rebuild so I can have my organization and I almost got, like his own god complex uh that yeah, well, as soon as I made that everything played out, I knew something was going to happen, mm-hmm. something was gonna give, and Isaac died like a little bitch, so
0: first of all Isaac, I wish they would have put him in the game more, yes, yes, because he to me was the only character that had a really terrifying presence, yeah. He was so calm after he was torturing people and stuff like that. The way like he had this air of authority around him where it was like you could tell this is probably the one person you do not want to fuck with yeah. at all. And it's crazy because if you um go around as Ellie and Dina in the first uh last um Last of Us um Day 1, Apparently. uh you'll actually see wanted posters. If you look really close in the bottom left corner, that actually has Isaac on one of the wanted posters because um, he was originally part of the FDL before they um,
1: before they uh, disbanded. Yeah, or well, before they got before either you got to choose to be stay with them or become join the wolves. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So I thought that was really interesting. How like his wanted picture again? It was like the small foreshadowing that they did before. Well, they wasn't the
1: was a derivative
0: like they left the FDL and started their own thing? Yeah, that's okay, what I thought yeah, it was. Okay, yeah, and so now they. Somehow, first of all,
1: Federal. Abby
0: saves Lev, breaks that dude's arm cold. Murks that like doesn't kill him, but I think yeah. breaks like a few bones in his body. Yeah. Like, and then that's when they reintroduce Isaac again. Isaac, he was about to kill Abby. Yeah,
1: like he God. was. He, if if Yara didn't do what she did, Abby how
0: was- how much is of an MVP is Yara? because it's like this girl she, was think, already yeah. like. She knew she
1: was dying. She was like, I'm dying. Fuck it. And the dumbest thing they always do, the dumbest, dumbest things. Make sure a person is disarmed before you let the leader, the the main honcho, go through Mm -hmm. walking like a G. Well, that, or just make sure that person's dead, because I think she... they
0: thought she was already dead, yeah. and that's when she uh, shot him from the she ground. She
1: was dead after they uh, after she saw Isaac. Oh, the, yeah. She was doing the stuff. They, <laughs> like, they lit where? her like...
0: up, and it was like, one, she's a boss. Yeah. Boss-ass character. All Two, right. what the hell was the point of me getting that damn saw? Yeah. <laughs> like, you hit Exactly. What I, was at, I was like, all that I, shit all you
1: did, is... I saw her die. I was like, I fought that Rat King boss for no damn for reason. For no
0: reason. Like. I, all of that for nothing. And that's just one.
1: I was like, I could have left more infected out just because of what I did. We just assume that the Rat King was all of it.
0: Yeah. It's like it was ground zero, yeah. so there could have been worse.
1: Could have been other things out there that we don't know about.
0: And so you end up going, killing Isaac. You guys escape, and now you're escaping the island.
1: <gasps> all right. As soon as uh, we got to that next encounter after escaping Isaac, I'm murked wolves. How
0: messed up would it be that they would call out Abby, be yeah. like, you fucking traitor and yeah. all this stuff, like because you could tell these set of people actually had a relationship with Abby
1: at that point. Yeah. I gave I gave, I gave them the relationship ending card. I blasted <laughs> them in the head. I had my guns upgraded, I was like pra, pra pra I was it was it was a straight murder show. It was it was savage. Uh my yeah
0: killed every scar
1: it was just bad I, I, I every scenario i was murdering i was i was just killing
0: did you have a hand weapon that you uh liked the most uh
1: i like i think
0: uh i liked
1: my pistol the most
0: uh, it like, uh melee weapon though melee uh with pistol i will agree with you on that one
1: my favorite melee weapon was uh the axe the little the small hand axe mm-hmm. i like that i just like drive an axe into a person's neck and like hey, game over it's like boom for me it was a hammer hammer
0: yo that hammer was so cold the, the big the sledgehammer no just, the oh, just a normal hammer, hammer? Oh, okay yeah, I oh was yeah useless. you had the normal hammer and you upgrade it and it would just clunk and they would just <laughs> my thing is
1: let's be uh, can they break if it i would assume that the handle could potentially yeah. break it, well if it's a, a steel hammer like the whole thing is still with the rubber, so would that be a break? I, I don't know if it would break. I mean, because or it's just it the it's human the, like, skull is so tough that maybe it's just like it's not worth it to try and pull it out in the middle of a fight. Well,
0: first, we know the human skull is not that tough. Like, it's well,
1: like, like to, pull, to yank it out to, to in the middle of a fight. If you crush it use the, the back end, yeah. you put in someone's skull, it's not gonna be like it's not like a knife where you go boom and out.
0: Well, no. Well, the thing is, is okay, with a knife. Uh, unless the middle of that knife, I, what well, I thought, unless the middle and of it, there's been people who've been
1: shot in the head five times and survived, And it's because the bullet didn't penetrate. Cause some bullets are too weak to actually penetrate the skull.
0: It's hard for me to see like some of those weapons breaking, like, you know, the sledgehammer one, yeah. for instance, cause that only gave you three strikes and that yeah. made no sense to me. I that was like, I, I don't understand. Other than
1: it, a game mechanic, I guess would be too devastating. Mm-hmm. Well yeah, I, run, I mean it, it, I would run up my four. If I had I an like, indestructible Gah! hammer, this whole game <laughs> would be killed. Like I
0: fight me. <laughs> <Spill>. <laughs> and so but the hammer was the one that uh made to me where I was I, I had the most fun with and I cringed the most because it was just it wasn't as brutal as like stabbing somebody, yeah. But it was more brutal because of how like it's a household item for me. Oh, man. <laughs> like Something it's a normal see. item. I'll see a sledgehammer every single day with no. a spike on it. I do see a hammer. That's crazy. And so you end up escaping. You merc the scars. You now get back, and you realize that the last interaction that you had with Owen was the final one that you had before. Like oh, yeah. how how crazy was it when you would like interact with these people with Abby and be like, hey, that was the last time you talked to him while
1: they were alive. Oh, it's like. Crazy. Yep, that person was dead. Like dead, died actually right after that. Yeah, with Nora, it's like oh yeah. She's like, hey, I'm not gonna cover for you guys. I was like, yeah, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> <Dale>. <laughs> you, you definitely right. You ain't covering for nothing, and you dead. Ah, uh, what do you think of uh, before going to day three with Abby and everything goes down for that? Well, that was day three. Uh, well, towards the end, when you get yeah. to the marina, like yeah, that. The final, the conclusion of Abby going after uh, L. Uh, what do you think about the the random like fighting game events that I had in the game where you would have to fight those big brutes? We either, either okay.
0: So the first one jacked me up three times and pissed me off. Yeah. It took me like it was like uh, it just took me a while to get the pattern down. Yeah. The second one didn't touch me once. I beat the damn brakes oh, off too. that Russian, freaking. I call them Russian just because they're big. Yeah. I, mean, that, I, I mean, I don't know what they are. Dude. Some big black dude up. Uh, See, I don't remember a big black dude. I remember, you remember
1: the guy that fell down and he saw the act, cut him up a little bit. I remember the first one when you get the backpack back. Pull it up. And that we was the fight. Because that the big Russian girl, that's what I saw. Yeah, I mean,
0: that's the one I remember like off top. You don't remember
1: the one where you fought leaving as you fell down? Well, the second one I remember. Knocked beat. out
0: Lev. Well, I remember I beat the Braggs off them. Like, it was quick. Like okay. it was really quick. Like that person didn't touch me. They were dead in like a like, like a minute. Like it was like it was. I already knew the the attack pattern by that time. So they, 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 I did they felt bad. touch anything. <laughs> no, they got fucking murdered. <sighs>
1: until I uh, well, I'll wait until we get to that point. Uh, but yeah, I, I I liked those things. It was pretty cool. Uh,
0: I did. I liked how it was like you were squaring off against this big person, yeah. and it was like one-on-one, yeah. you're not running away. You're not going to just disappear. You're actually like, you got to see it through. I like that. And I also like the fact that you did that scene with Abby because there's no way Ellie would be able to do that. Yeah, for sure. Like, Ellie is not that type of person. But Abby, she was strong enough to where it was like, all right, you're about to give me my backpack back, bitch. And, oh, I loved it. So just to lose it yeah i know, yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, you know just lose it. that's uh, the story of this damn game yeah. so then you end up going back you've seen that the guy she loved is killed yep. stabbed girl she didn't care about stabbed but yep. she I almost mean, shot in the chest still a travesty because you know she was pregnant so she was still mad over that yeah. and now fucking good what she was, like, somehow left like Here's a map. Here's an obvious map of where they are at right now because they definitely didn't move Like yes, they, in that time They period. did
1: not say, I'm taking the hell off. Yeah. I'm getting the hell out of here. Yeah. It's nighttime. No one leaves at night. No one decides to leave in the darkness. They got to wait until the sun is bright and shiny so everyone is able to see them.
0: Yeah. They don't.
1: Ugh.
0: Again, Plot armor or
1: people not securing the place that they're in. Not bad. Hmm. If someone was going to come in here and attack Dana, who's pregnant and vulnerable, how would they get it in?
0: Yeah, it's like the we shut the front door. We locked the front door, guys. We're good. Front door is good. Front Front door door is is good. Don't worry about anything else. We are fine. It's only a huge bill, a theater,
1: and to make sure I remember. Where the location is on my map, I want to draw home base. This is where we're staying at. This is where I'm at.
0: And that's the silly stuff. That's that, that's that we what have to, I was to acknowledge. I was, like, I was
1: like, when did she ever write? That's where they're at.
0: But also, again, that happens not in every game, but it does happen all the time. Does I mean, happen. look at when Abby fell the moment off, I off the moment the I route. saw her
1: drop it, I knew. Well, there, I know how. I know. I know, I know how Abby can find somewhere she's at.
0: For me, I like the moment. Like. I rolled my eyes. Was when Abby crashed through the ceiling and it happened to be in a pool. Oh yeah! It's like, wait, that no, wasn't Abby. concrete. Like, no, it wasn't just like a foot to the left or anything of that sort. Like, no, no. Just Honestly, directly in what, the middle what of a what pool.
1: Shocked me was I read the piece where they had C four in that place. I thought we would have had to end up in a fight in the basement, blowing up the building at the end. But that didn't happen. So I was like, oh, I guess not. Nope. So she was like, that elevator. So we would have took. I was like, I would have made lives a lot easier for me.
0: Now you tracked him down. Yes. We're back at it. You and Lev. I didn't even want to progress because I I was so terrified of Abby killing Ellie to where I didn't want to continue. Especially
1: when it stayed as Abby's control. I was like um whenever we're switching yeah i was so. like
0: i like i didn't even want to fight ellie i was
1: like wait wait wait, wait. can i just let this girl die yeah because when we talked when i talk th- told you earlier about uh sneaking around I knew it was gonna be a foundation i thought i was gonna be like ellie and that guy again where i'm ellie and i'm falling around looking for abby mm. and shanking her up mm. no 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 it's the other way No, now you're abby i was like dipping around I'm throwing shit at abby beating the brakes off her I was like, I, Abby, I said, Ellie, you're not going to win in a fight, straight up fight with Ellie.
0: But anytime you square it up, she would kill you in yeah, one shot. You,
1: yeah, you got to sneak up on her. Cause, one shot. But with arrows like, and, you know, made sense. But game game mechanic, just like in Last of Us 1 when you try to fight the pervert. Well, yeah, I think I died, I think, three times to Ellie. Yeah.
0: Because, I mean, I died th- twice. then it got to, like, a, like the yeah, point I did. blew up the grenade like Ellie planted herself and then, like, finished it off and was like, because, you know, she plants that mine. Like I didn't get to that point. Oh well, so she ends up like planning kind of like a mine. Uh, and then it's like I lured her back there and just shot it, so that it impacted her. So she met, got messed up by her own mind and did that. Slow. You found
1: a gun? No. Uh, uh you shot it? Yeah. Shot it a what? Uh, oh, you threw a no, oh threw never a mind. Bottle. you threw a bottle. Yeah, okay. yeah it was, I threw, I threw I was a like, bottle. What
0: so it's like at that point, threw the bottle, blew it up, and just did the slow walk up to Ellie's like behind. It Was like. What's up girl <laughs> she got beat up.
1: this is where this is after this point this is where the game where I go what this is where I feel like I wish there was a scenario button and how I would have ended the game, mm-hmm. but Ellie gets the brakes beat out of her badly, bad. Badly, Badly. Tommy already got stomped on. Jesse's dead. I think Tommy's dead, but I'm assuming it cut so quick that I was like, Oh, I don't think he's dead.
0: They made it seem like Tommy got shot. Yeah, shot in the head.
1: head. They did, they they cut it quick, but I think he just shot the chest or something. I don't know. Anyways, Ellie got the brakes beat out of her like nothing. Dana was like, I'm gonna save my woman. And again, she got, again, don't, don't fuck with Abby. She beat the brakes out of Dana, and you're pregnant too. The, the coldest part I thought was going to happen. I thought the game was going to cut it quick. When Abby was like, when Ellie was like, Abby, she's pregnant. She's like, good. I was like, fuck. She well, yeah, that's what Abby I expected. I shit. was like,
0: eye for an eye. It sucks, yep. but this is what's going
1: to happen. And then Lev was like, Abby. How MVP was Lev, Lev right there? Yeah, like, and she looked at Lev and it's like, and I, at that moment where it really connected me it was like, Joe, Ellie. Mm-hmm. That's when really connect. Was like, damn.
0: And for me, I would just like she let her live that time. The second time when she let like Ellie live, and I was like, wow. Yeah, I was like, this is a good I, person. I,
1: yeah, I couldn't hate. I couldn't be hater. I was like, no. she had every right to kill her. Yeah, you're right. Cause she could have say, fine, I let her live, but fuck you.
0: Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. again, would have been fully justified yeah. as a like a real human interaction. Yeah. Didn't do it. Let them both fucking live. If I see you again, I'm going to kill you. Mm. Bounces. And then you're just sitting there, like, what? Fuck. So then, at that point, flash forward, you're on a farm. Dina has her child. It must have been what six months, seven months later, or some point.
1: She was already pretty due, so I would say about maybe three months, In like three, three or four months. So about, I think she was she was pretty heavily pregnant already. Exactly. So it's yeah. like three to four months later.
0: Has the kid, but the kid's not just like an immediate infant. The kid was looked like it was like well over a few months old, had hair, had everything else. So it was like this must have been like seven, eight months later, something of that sort. Yeah. Like a good amount of time, though. And then at that point, I thought it was one of the most beautiful scenes in the game. There's two scenes in the game that hit me. To where I thought it was like a work of art, beautiful. Yeah. The first scene is when you are playing with as jo- uh, Joel and Ellie, and you are in the rocket ship. Oh, that was beautiful. I thought it was absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. It was beautiful, and it hurt because at that point Joel was already dead, so yeah. it hurt so much. But it was just, it was beautiful.
1: And that was another callback that and from the Last of Us One when Ellie said, if, it, "If the world was back to normal, I would want to be an astronaut." Mm-hmm. And, and so it's uh, like the fact that he
0: did he all that, remember doing that for set her, set it all up. And, you know, got her the recording where she looked at it. Again, to me, that was a real work of modern
1: art. And this and the point where we're going to move on to is a point where I start having strong tension with the game where I felt more like I don't think this works anymore. And then the second point at this,
0: uh, like where I thought was beautiful was when Ellie was holding the child and you seen the fields of gold and weed around him. Mm. You seen they were off in the country. They had their house set up, you know, and the scenery around where it was just, it was this calm. It was the yeah. literal calm before the storm. And
1: that's a call back to Dana. When you were in the bank and we saying, if I had all that money, what I would do, she's like, I would probably buy a farm, a farm, farm have a bunch of a bunch animals. Of animals it's like, you, you got that dream. But yeah. then
0: while doing that dream, while living that life, you still show or see how much that, that post-traumatic stress was mm-hmm. impacting Ellie every single day. Mm-hmm. You know, just like, you know, Someone who fought in a war and now all of a sudden they're back home and now it's Fourth of July. So now you you you're used to hearing artillery, but now you're hearing just fireworks. It's like those certain sounds can trigger something, even yeah. if you're not even in that same scenario. Yeah. And now you're dealing with someone who's heavily heavily impacted by that.
1: I would, my only thing with that, like I I hear the PTSD. I wish they showed it uh, while Ellie was during her her days in Seattle too. It's mm-hmm. like she would, cause she, she mentioned it in the journal as she's heading there. They, I just wish they also showed like during your flashback scenes. Like if you're dreaming about it, that they show little clips of, of Ellie freaking out or having scenarios that will remind her, of what happened to Joe to yeah, keep that fuel of like, right, this is what's keeping my anger going. They did that with
0: Abby where there was multiple times you rewalked into the surgeon's room. Yes. Like multiple times. Yeah. And they only made a mention of that in a notebook with uh, Ellie where she's like, I see his face every night. Yeah. I hear his
1: scream. And towards the end, they showed another one of Abby going down or having Joe said, ah, Ellie, save me. Like more emphasizing it more, but it wasn't. I wish they did the same with Ellie as they did with Abby. Well, yeah, because then it would have made more. it, it, yeah, it would have been a little connection. bit more
0: realistic in terms of, hey, how bad this person it, is how now, bad it got it. Yeah, is got it so bad to where she's going to sacrifice her modern life, sacrifice yeah. everything. Now, going kind of forward into this next part where you feel like you had that disconnect, yeah. okay? Ellie gets visited by Tommy. Yes. And Tommy kind of gets this, the most kind of, Tommy's gives you the most fucked up guilt trip you can ever yeah. give someone to the point to where he's like getting a divorce from his wife. Yes. Because uh, like they're he's... not connecting. Yeah. So obviously they must have talked about his wife was probably like, leave that girl alone or something of that sort. Yeah. And now they're taking time apart. He now visits them and is like. You owe this to Joel, you promised me, like Durka Durka. You can't let this girl out. So now it's Tommy that's consumed by the rage. Yeah. Which is really strange because if you think about it, like what flipped his character, like Persona? Because when he originally talked to Ellie when they were all leaving, you know, when Jess was alive and was just like, Is that okay with you? Because Ellie is like, Abby lives, she gets to yeah. live. And he's like, Yes, sometimes that has to happen. And then mm-hmm. what happens? Like, a few months later, now he's to the point to she, where it's like, she
1: beat the brakes off me and blinded me in one eye. I want that bitch dead and crippled me a little bit. Like he's yeah. Cause he had yeah, that limp. Yeah.
0: So it's like now at that point, now it's okay to get revenge. Yeah.
1: And I, that's why I dislike. Cause I remember it, it's a call back to the beginning of the game where Ellie tells Tommy's like, how dare you, you know, Joe would have did the same for you. kind I of think it Tommy goes, all right, but he doesn't take Abby. He's like, I'm going to go do this myself. Exactly. Uh because my call and then it, it, I think they try and do the same thing. But I feel like Tommy as the being the older adult and be more like having the more of the personal life with his brother. He he should have known that if he can't personally go do it himself and go with Ellie, then his brother would not want him to have Ellie go do it herself. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing. And that's where it's like that selfishness kind of comes yeah.
0: in, because if you notice, like everyone in this game, I feel like have like a heavy form of selfishness. Yeah. And that's what also helped to progress the thought, uh, the plot forward. Abby felt selfish because she needed to do something good to balance out all the bad shit she did. Yeah. So she was helping live for very personal, selfish reasons when it comes yeah. to this. And it's like, whether it was, you know, Ellie's personal revenge, Tommy's wanting revenge at the end, Abby and her revenge. There was a Owen when he was like, I'm done with this. Yeah. I'm, I'm tired. I'm, I'm, I'm of out.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm tired just of leaving killing.
0: Yeah. Like, a lot of them or even Mel where she would just like I don't care about Abby fuck this yeah, either fuck her won, or me Owen, yeah. every character i've noticed like that selfishness was a huge theme that every character displayed a heavy version of it mm-hmm. lev i don't care i like what this does to my family i'm shaving my head yeah. doesn't matter and it's like again and he knew or were the rituals the big, the
1: biggest thing going back i want to save my mom I believe she can still be safe regardless of yeah, how this is going to affect yeah.
0: my fit. My sister, you yeah. know, who already lost an arm because of me. Yeah.
1: Like, so it's who like Jess recovered from losing her arm. Like, literally. Yeah. Yeah. And she didn't even recover at that point. No, but just had have to
0: relearn how to walk. Like yeah. you, like your balance that is thrown pain. off for everything. Yeah. So it's like, just the thing I noticed myself it's just like every character had a heavy version of selfishness, like Joel did, you know, keeping uh, Ellie alive. Owen,
1: yeah, Owen wanted both Abby, but also be able to have Mel and have the. I think Manny was the only person in the game that wasn't selfish. He's just just a player, and he was just like, I'm, I'm enjoying my life, and I got a follower to take care of. He's just like, I want to watch movies and drink beer, like. So he
0: to me seemed like the only character that really wasn't that selfish.
1: And it's actually like, cool that they had a baseball uh a baseball football stadium be their home base. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, say, like, I like that's a cool a smart idea. Century link at that yeah. point,
0: and it's like it looked very yeah. close. Like there was different parts where I walked through I, and I, I was. I remember like, the
1: suites. I was like, Oh, I remember walking through Yeah. <laughs> yeah, suites and so, rooms.
0: Was, uh, I mean, it just shows the attention to detail that they yeah. did such a good job. So then they had that confrontation. Ellie now has a dream, has that talk with Dina. Yeah. That's like, and Dina's like, if you go, I'm not waiting. I'm leaving. Yeah. And now Ellie is like, well, that's your choice. I'm out. What did, how did that make you feel?
1: Honestly, I pissed, pissed piss me off completely. I feel like I hear that she feels that that will bring her, her, uh, healing. But I feel like another thing is that, there's too many what ifs. You have to you already got back to where you're at. Now you got to go all the way to California from like what? uh like, no, they weren't even they were back in Jefferson. Yeah, je- yeah they were in Jefferson. Yeah. Go all the way from Jefferson to California to the coast, hoping that she would be there. And we're talking about this is days and weeks. This ain't this ain't easy.
0: This is weeks that you're probably months. Like this is
1: on foot and
0: horse. Yeah. If your horse hasn't died in between, yeah. So it's like you're not going all the way to California's coast. Yeah, on foot. You don't have a car a or
1: taking a plane, it oh, be there shortly. Mm-hmm. You're literally leaving for a long time period, and not only go there, but you got to come back and you hoping that they're still in the location they're at, just so you can get revenge. After not only did she leave, spare you once, but twice. Twice. You said, you know what? I can, I can take your on. I, I got to do this for Joe. And then I just, and willing to sacrifice everything. I, I just felt like I wished that she had the, 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 the reminder of that memory before she did that because to me i would have been happy if the game ended there I, I i thought honestly i thought that was where the game was gonna end yeah i thought the game was gonna end right there and not oh here's nope you're gonna you're getting back on the horse going back at it
0: i think i can agree with you i think the whole world would have been happy if the game yeah. ended there but would they then remember it would it be as powerful would it be as emotional the good thing and again I got this from a couple of YouTube videos that kind of put it in better words than kind of what I was thinking yeah but a good thing that what they did was a kind of blurred the lines between heroes and villains mm. and it's like you hate Abby then identify with her you identify with Ellie and then you, you are disgusted you kind yeah. of hate what she's I doing I think
1: what I what made her matter like okay fine I do your selfish reason but when she goes and goes to California and find out that Abby is captured and and now is a slave in this compound. I bet. Hmm. And you find you can find notes where people are like, I'd rather not be a slave and stuff as you're going there. Uh, I'd rather die. I'd rather die. I was like, hmm. To me, that's a face worse than death. I might turn around and leave. That's fair. I I'm mean like, you why, definitely why, why, I need, why am I gonna risk possibly becoming a slave? Because again, this game makes it seem like anyone can be a one-man army. that's sometimes video get like video games can uh, sometimes have issues where it's like you gotta we gotta start blurring the line because even Nathan Drake, this guy was beasting and feasting on everyone. But Ellie also got captured a few yeah, times. She got captured. I mean, she, they there are moments where you see they're vulnerable, and then in that moment she is bleeding and she's Abby, still. I mean, Abby
0: got captured originally yeah. by the Scars, and she got put like uh-huh. that. New scene in the dark was really, really yeah. intense.
2: Yeah,
1: but still, just like I'm still going to risk going to the compound, even though I did like that weapon she got. Uh, risk going to the compound and hoping that Abby is alive,
0: so and yeah, that I can go months square up later too.
1: That one by and say. You say you gonna kill me this time? That strap. I was like, what the hell? Uh but what what do you what did you think of that? Like
0: Well first, kinda going a little backwards before we kinda go into that, mm-hmm. I thought like the flash forward in terms of now like Abby, you're looking around for a more fireflies based yeah. off Owen's rumor. You end up finding this house, you clear it, you get some form some person on the phone. Yeah. Okay. How do you know that's a Firefly? I feel like too they much said, of information. No, they said a bunch of basic general shit. Like, they
1: you, see, generally said literally, this is where like, you can go and meet yeah, us. We're right here at okay, this base.
0: How do we know they're there at that base? Okay. Mm. And that's, that's where I'm saying because that could have been the Rattler, like one of the Rattler's mm. bases. To me, why is it they have this conversation and then immediately within two minutes – and they go through all these details, all this extra stuff. Abby, where are you at? She tells them the exact location of where she's at. She tells them all this like stuff. So she already alerts whoever's on that side where she's at exactly. They tell them basic information. They keep her on the phone for a good while when it comes to that. Now, within three minutes, she gets off the phone. She's now surrounded at this point by rattlers. To, mm. it, to me, I, like was that really Fireflies or was that rattlers that was literally just waiting to get somebody captured at this point
1: i would i would lean more towards that they didn't keep asking all these other information about a hey, uh who who's your father and stuff and where were you stationed and all this stuff and you could say it's to explain and expand on it but i felt like rattler i saw as rattlers this is rattlers territory they're always patrolling and looking for people that abby's the one who lifted up that little uh the garage to go inside. And find the house where if I was patrolling, I'm used to my area. Why is this garage open? See, for me, when they were asking that, like, who's your father? Who's all
0: this? Yeah. It was general enough questions where it felt like somebody just wanted them to keep them on the phone so they can kind of tap the location. Mm -hmm. Just like what we do, you're stalling. So it's like, if I can stall for another two more minutes until I get other people on the actual, like, close, then I know we got this one person. So it's like, to me... Do I hope there's actually fireflies out there? Yeah. But with based off the game and how cruel and messed up this game is, it just wouldn't make sense to me. Hmm. Like, it would make more sense now if she shows up, she finds out that that's not fireflies, it's someone else. Like, it, that's the feeling I got.
1: I saw it as a potential uh, part three, as if it was fireflies, and the second when they go back, and they find out their doctors are like, we really wish we had that cure. And Abby goes... I think I know where she's at. And then Abby heads back to Jackson to get Ellie. Good, potentially. Yeah. But we'll see. It might be that might be the end of period, but For me, we'll it just didn't make
0: sense. Yeah. Like I again I still stand by it. I just set up
1: someone said this game is a bunch of coincidences. Like someone felt like
0: uh, well, I mean, as most games with plot yeah. armor and just anime and shows in general, Everything, Yeah. I mean, again, bullets kill people, and yeah. yet some people can take three in the chest yeah. and be fine. That's true. Yeah. I mean, my major thing is, is I, I do, th- I don't think it was Fireflies myself. I mean, hopefully we'll find out one day, and hopefully won't we won't because if there's another Last of Us, that just means these characters are gonna go through more hell. Yeah. I don't want them to go through more hell. I just want new.
1: I, I, I'm fine with new characters. i'm uh, So yeah. now.
0: You're Ellie, you're going through it. What did you think of that final kind of like rattler base? Because they were the most heavily armed. They had the heavily, like they were the most bodied up in terms of body armor and protection. What did you think? Because for me, I walked through there like I was God. They were nothing. They a like stealthy wise. I think I died twice and that's because I killed myself. But if it wasn't for that aspect, I genuinely think I could have washed through that final part. No questions asked.
1: Uh, especially once they gave me that silence uh, machine gun thing, the submachine gun. So yeah, I was like, this is a this is a murder. And when they were chaining up infected, I was like, well, oh, they yeah. basically said these are traps. Even though I only got to work on one and it was useless. And the clickers, I. I was not going to get close enough to them. Oh, I got shit. them all. I you them shot them? How did you shot them from a distance? Yeah. Uh,
0: so from the clickers, you can go from the very back of the pool. And then from that point on, you can just do that. and they'll. I go felt like it was
1: not a hiding spot for me to hide, shoot them, and then let them go off. I watched
0: those clickers mark hella. And ah. then like a guy from the rifle finally took both of them out. Yeah. yeah. And then it was just smooth sailing for me. Yeah.
1: Like I murdered them all anyway, but I, I was sniping. I already had my rifle upgraded. So I had the, the scope. It was game over. So you let these people out. You fight you. Like, uh, almost one of them was going to fight you because you're bitten. They almost could have. They're like, she's bitten. They're trying to kill you. End like, of the game right, right there. there. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. But luckily one of the pistol. I would have so, pissed me off because I would have been like, bitch, like, you guys. I said, I'll let you guys out. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Like, like so it like, doesn't work that quick.
1: And it feels like infection. It depends on how quick it does. But it looks like it's like a 20. Like. 24-hour kind of thing. Well, yeah,
0: because uh, they said, hey, you know, you look like you've been bitten. You probably can get your revenge before you turn. Yeah. They said that to Ellie. And so you end up like, when Ellie killed that guy uh, <laughs> at the end, it was uh, the fat dude that looked like Dog the Bounty Hunter. Yeah, yeah. Like, he told her everything, and then she still shot him. Yeah. I was stoked. Yeah. Man. I was so pumped. He, I was like, he doesn't deserve to his
1: live. His dumb ass. I was like, of course she, she going to kill you. think She going to be like, hope you have a good time. Yeah. Or the guy who- let her shit talk him. Yeah. Also, like, you dummy. First, kill the clicker, and then I'll be all right. Well, that
0: clicker was meant yeah. to be there on purpose. I, like I thought,
1: it was another one that fell into the trap. Yeah,
0: I thought that yeah. that clicker was meant to be there. Yeah. Like, so to me, I was happy that they both died. Stoked. You're now walking down to the beach. Yes. The atmosphere has obviously changed. There's fire I going in the background. re-watch
1: the scene twice, especially. really. No, because uh, I wanted to, uh, like, after I finished the game, I rewatched because I wanted to see how different someone was physically and how how much effect. Because when at when uh, Ellie gets there, it's been months. She's like, "We captured the scene months ago," and it's crazy because you play, it, you don't feel like it's months ago. Honestly, I felt almost felt, oh, I'm I'm, I'm a day ahead. I thought the. When I was playing the game, like, I was going to catch up and we're going to be fighting together kind of for a while. Not like, oh, no, it's been months.
0: Yeah, it was. I think it was like four or five months later. So it's like, and she got caught. She tried to escape. Uh, Her and Lev tried to escape. They got captured. Now they're on this beach, dehydrated, malnourished for days, weeks, probably at this point. Like. How was it when you seen Abby on this poll and you're like, all the shit she did, all the good she did, all of this stuff, and she was destined to die. If she would have killed Ellie, she would have died. Mm. Like
1: oh, yeah. she was
0: destined to die. But because she didn't kill Ellie, she yeah. didn't die. Yeah.
1: Not right there, as Ellie, I would uh I don't know, sure if I cut her down. I would probably be like, I would probably want to ask her, was it worth it? Now probably hop on a boat, and take off,
0: and that's what's so crazy. Yeah, like, well, she cut her down. I, she I literally see,
1: cut her down. Cut Lev, cut help cut Lev down. She got to her boat. Abby got to her boat. And I thought maybe she was gonna leave,
0: and that's I'm assuming the whole world thought like that because yeah. she sure put her like, backpack in. Now at this point, it's crazy because both Ellie and Abby do both physically look different than yeah. what they have had in the past. They both, both look skinnier. They both look more scarred. And Abby especially looks, you could tell she's malnourished. She doesn't have any of the muscle that she had gone on before. She's super thin, yeah. Like, she, like, you can tell she's fucked up. Mm. So now, all of a sudden, you have Abby, Ellie, the final conf- uh, confrontation. And Abby, or Ellie's like, I can't, I can't, no, we're doing this. And Abby's like, no, I'm not doing this.
1: I don't want to fight you anymore.
0: Ellie's like, fine, I'll kill kill Liv. You're going to fight me. And now it starts the final confrontation where it's like this bad person is now going against this good person. Because that's kind of how they almost like painted it right there. Again, obviously Ellie was in the wrong in that situation right there. You're threatening this innocent person's life to get this other person to fight you. So you have what? Some satisfaction? Doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. So now they fight. What was that fight scene to you?
2: Uh, because it
0: was such a complicated fight scene. Like yeah. you're wrestling with so many different emotions. You don't want you either of them to die. You're now like most. I don't want to say most people, but a lot of people were now more pro Abby instead of like pro Ellie. Yeah. So it's like, what were you feeling? Because yeah. it was a an intense fight scene.
1: Yeah. I, I felt like we're both slog and like the wear and tear of everyone's choice and stuff where it's like, you know, uh, Abby lost everyone who she lost everything all for the, all for her revenge. And Ellie, well, her choice right there. She lost everything. Her going to going there. She lost everything for her revenge and how it had to accumulate to this big fight. And honestly, I just wanted to be done. I just wanted to be done with this all. And I it's, just disliked uh, one part of the fight where uh, Abby has enough strength to bite off your fingers. I can see it. Yeah. I I was looking at so it was like, it's not your mountain origin and stuff. It's not easy to bite someone's fingers off. Yeah, but we
0: maybe her teeth were cut as fucking broken. I mean, again, I don't know. But you also have adrenaline. You're fighting for your life. You just got stabbed. Like you don't want to die. So it's like I can see an adrenaline rush. I mean. For me, it's like you there's real stories of people that can pick cars yeah. off children with based off adrenaline. And it obviously totals their body having you bite off somebody's fingers and look at it happen in The Hobbit like or uh, Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. So it's like it A- doesn't yeah. seem too far for me not to believe that like it doesn't. And it just the impact of what that did like impacts the rest and makes it to me so much darker. Because yeah. that final bit now is gets rid of now the attachment Ellie has with Joel. Because yeah. it stops her now from being able to play the guitar going yeah. forward. So now, she is about to drown Abby. She doesn't.
1: Yep, she remembers.
0: She gets this last flashback of Joel. And it's their last interaction that they've ever had. Like before Joel dies and ab or ellie lets her go she freaks out you could tell she's probably like so past the point of psychological damage she's just like go fucking go and abby does she doesn't say anything she freaking grabs it bounces and ellie's crying she's freaking out she has two fingers bitten off there's a war going on behind her
1: Compounds burning so now they do a perfect shot where it's Ellie alone sitting in the water by herself, just watered all around, just that isolation where she was alone. Yep, she's
0: like 100%. The thing that she feared is what happened. Yeah, and that's yeah, then from that point on, like we're all feeling salty already. Like that was a dark scene. Now it goes back. Ellie goes back to that home. She goes back, it's all cleared out except one room. And she tries to play that guitar again.
1: I'm just messing, man. I try and to play the song again.
0: She can't play that same song ever she can't play it. Like the you seen she like you seen the nubs yeah, on her finger. tried to move try try to mimic the But she couldn't. What did you think of that? Because when I seen that man, that was the darkest the
1: game has ever made me feel Yeah. Like. I was just done. I was just so heartbreaking, broken from that point. And I just, like, even when she walked in the room, it was all, her stuff was in there. Like, now that it was touched. it was just like, that's it. Like, honestly, at that point, I was like, where's she going? Where's she going to go? Back to Jackson. You think so? I would. Mm.
0: Tommy's there. It's the closest thing that deals with, like, a form Dana's of, gonna, like, Joel.
1: Well, she probably, Dana's probably going to be with living with jesse's parents parents so it's like if she accepts you
0: at least gives you a chance she could accept you back she could not we don't know but it's like what else would she do it was the Mm -hmm. safest community all her Mm -hmm. stuff is still there from her past joel's stuff is still there she can move into joel's home
1: when i when i first finished the game i thought uh that scene with joel and that flashback i thought joel said i would do it differently yeah but what he actually said was, "I would do the same. If I would give him a second chance, I would do the same thing again."
0: Did he say that? Because I thought he said I would do it differently too.
1: No, uh, he, he. I watched again. If you want to pull up and see it, he mm. said I would do it. This uh, I would do it again. Mm-hmm. So, I to me, I feel like he said, "I know that I hurt you, but I needed that. I needed to do it."
0: Well, that's good to know because again, and I, I read th- more too, and that's what I thought he said. About. I would do it differently, yeah. and it shocked me because I was like. I, like it felt so out of character yeah. for Joel because it was like, there's no fucking way. So if he says like, Hey, I would do it all the exact same. Yeah. I can really like me. I can definitely appreciate that. It makes me like respect Joel more. Cause I, I fucking get it. Like yeah. I do. And so it's like, but that last scene that he, uh she had with Joel that almost made me tear up, man. It was tough. Like it was a tough thing to watch because she's like, I don't know if I can ever forgive you. Black I can try and it's like that like and you've seen like the hurt on Joel's face again it just shows how good of a voice actor um that that guy was for Joel
1: yeah uh, Troy Baker yeah it just shows he, how good a of good a
0: voice job. actor Troy Baker was because it's like after feeling that scene and then you see the guitar and her not playing it at the very end like it was like there was such a hole like a deep hole in you that was like yeah.
1: I'm I, not- not, don't know how I can fill this. That scene was powerful too, because she's like, "My life would have had purpose. Yeah, I would have died for died for something." And then Joe just say, "I would have done the same thing again." Like, I, I, I hear you, but I, I know I'm selfish. I know who I am, and I cannot lose you. And think about it, man, he signed up to
0: deliver a package. He didn't sign like. No. Then he's like, "Wait, this package is a human being," and then like to be with that human being for days months surviving you know all this Ellie lost her freaking uh, her sense of innocence when she stabbed a guy to save Joel like you deal with all this you save her like because she dealt with all the cannibals and you deal with that traumatizing event and then you find out hey this girl has to die like most people can't make that decision and it's like to be expected to be forced to make that decision it's very cruel like it's a lot different like If they would have said, hey, you're going to take this girl to her death. I don't know if Joel would have taken that job. He might have. He might not have. I think it would have been a little bit different right there. Mm. But also, it's like, what else can you really do? I mean, this all could have potentially maybe, again, it's all hearsay at this point, been avoided if that one girl didn't tell Joel that Ellie was going to die. Like, she would have been like, all right, Joel, good luck. Like we're gonna take it from here. We have tests that we're gonna deal with for months. Good luck. Yeah. Maybe Joel would have fucked off. Maybe he would have stayed again, all these unknowns, a yeah. different scenario. Now,
1: if if Ellie wasn't already knocked out before they got there, I forgot what knocked what, why they knocked her out immediately. And lots of us one transition. If maybe he heard her say, "I know what's gonna happen. I'm d- let me do this." Maybe it'd be different, but still, just like. He, yeah, he, because
0: there was no real made, conversation. Yeah, he made
1: his bed and he said, I, "I'm gonna lie." Yeah, he made yeah. the decision. He knew that there was a possibility of a cure but he also knew there's a possibility there's no care and Ellie yeah. be gone.
0: There was a chance yeah. it wasn't guaranteed, and, and, all, the, and
1: all the another person just says, "We tried." Yeah, like, good luck, like, and that's Joel then living yeah. with yeah. it. I mean, then, either and way, then, and then some. Uh, someone also said this one thing: like Fireflies also didn't help the case because they didn't they left Joel with nothing. They didn't, it's not like they packed him up and gave him, say, hey, get to go. They were just like, well, thank you later. Yeah. No, like I was like nothing else. That's like, oh, you're not going to nothing. They didn't give him any reason for him to trust them. What they doing. Mm-hmm. All he got, it's like, oh, we're going to do this. Well,
0: yeah. I mean, after that, I mean, before that, he just got done dealing with a fucking like cannibal cult. Yeah. So now he's just like, wait, <laughs> wait, you, she's going to die. So, I mean, and that's what makes this series, again, wrap up to me so frustratingly well, because it does leave a scar. Like, this is the only game, like, I've had anime scar me, Berserk, for instance. Berserk has scarred me. This is the only game in my, like, memory that I can genuinely say has, like, left an actual real scar on me, where I was like, damn, I actually feel like a small wound, and that's going to take a while before it heals, I mean, with the way they do with the voice actors, the emotion in the faces, the sound effects, uh, the amount of deaths that you go through, the liking characters and then being disgusted with them and then being disgusted with characters, but also like liking them and understanding them. I mean, it takes a really powerful like company or just like message for you for them to be able to make you feel that because, again you feel the reality, you feel the repercussions. I mean, you feel the waves that it creates. So, I mean, for me, what Naughty Dog actually didn't accomplish, I feel like it set a bar that was so high for me personally because now every game I play in the future, I'm always going to think, did that make me feel even half of what Last of Us felt? Because, again, I don't like to compare games. It's, I mean, but I, I naturally do do it. When I play Ghost of Tsushima, who's a beautiful game. It's very good. It doesn't feel nearly as li- like like full of life as Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Like at all. Uh, like I'm not identifying with the main character or with the characters or their sense of revenge and it's like again, I'm enjoying Ghost. I'm having fun with it. Beautiful game. But when I so far with the story missions and the side missions I've played, None of it has impacted me or made me feel even remotely close. Not even half of what any of the last of us has made me feel Mm -hmm. when you kill someone and they're the enemy. And then all of a sudden their friend says, they got Rachel like, and you're like, wait, that that person had a name. Like
1: (laughs) I stopped giving a fuck. I said, and I got you next. (laughs) You you stop giving a fuck, but you also
0: are shocked because they're humanizing the enemy in the, in between. It's not this blind, good or evil. I I like that aspect. So when you finally wrapped it up, it finally finishes you. You finish it. You check out the random videos, the Easter eggs, you know, what is your final opinion of the last of us two?
1: Um, that's, I still loved it. I still think it was a great game and, uh, I understand where they're going. I, I, I as a fan I, I was hoping for it to be a different story maybe talk about ish or do something different but in the end of the day I think it made sense and I think I liked how they flipped the script especially after watching the videos of that how do you do a perspective when uh, seeing the same story beats but from Abby's perspective as Joe did mm-hmm. and seeing like can you still justify it and still be like yeah I'm glad this happened because abby did the same thing it just happened immediately instead of having that whole journey and then Mm. you saw find out why everything happened Mm. it's like yeah basically the same the same story
0: it was very similar when it comes to that so it's it's really it's such a hard thing to really kind of place your finger on because there's just so much to it from owen's characters and then you see like yara or lev i mean Tommy, you think he's a good guy at the beginning, but then he comes across as an asshole at the end. Hmm. And you're just like, and you see that this revenge is breaking so many lives together. But also if it wasn't for the revenge, Abby would have died. Abby would have died a terrible and Lev would have died. So it's like that revenge also had some good parts to it too. When it comes to that, because it looks like Abby was still going to be isolated from the wolves at some point. Like, because eventually it got to the point where Owen was done, and Abby was going to follow Owen regardless. Yeah. So it's like, to me, it seems like she was going to, kind of destined for that fate regardless of whether Ellie would have been involved or yeah. not. But the fact that Ellie was involved, I think, is the is the only reason why Abby's alive. And yeah. so it's just really interesting. And Ellie
1: remembering, just like Ellie's like, I don't want to react based off my emotions anymore. I don't buy. What do killing, what killing Abby's going to solve? I'm alone. Nothing's going to really take place for me killing her. That's going to, nothing's going to change. I'm still, Joe's gone forever. So I just like, fuck it. know, let that person, let Abby and the, and the person they care about have someone. So I'm not continuing this cycle of go, going back and forth, killing one another. Mm-hmm.
0: And so, I mean, it's a heartbreaking tale, but it's also, I feel, the most powerful thing that a video game has done since Last of Us 1. I mean, there's been great games in between, like, since then, but in terms of the amount that you actually feel for each individual character, I mean, I thought Owen was retarded. But I also, like, part of me liked him, too, because I got how complicated it was, because he had no problem leaving his girl behind. Yeah. Yeah or like Lev you shaved your head and now your sister has no arm like what the hell like but because there's they're humans they're complicated like you can't just take one interaction or one action that they do and say hey this is who they are yeah Abby's not bad because she killed Joel yeah and Joel's not bad because he made that bad, like that decision that dealt with Ellie yeah it just
1: it's so complicated and We're human yeah we do things a lot of things selfishly for for what we want, for our own desires. And yeah, self. our own selfishness. should be reckoned Like, recognized. for better
0: or worse, whether it's justified or not. So, it's one of those things where it's like the music they did in the game, you know, superb. The voice acting, acting with the facial expressions, superb. For me, this has probably been frustratingly one of the best games I've ever played. I mean, it's going to be like, for me, on that perfect level is like the witcher Mm. where if a game doesn't impact me to that level or to a level even remotely close it's hard for me to say okay how can this game be a 10 out of 10 Mm. because when i play when i go back and i play ghost or i play assassin's creed and i'm like i'm not relating to any of these characters nearly as much yeah the it does it well. I don't want to take away, you know, from it, but do I think you know they can hold a candle to something as powerful as what this game has made me
1: feel? No, it's like I don't. No, the- I think that's what I think that's what open open world games suffer from occasionally. Just like you can't, it's hard for you to build that narrative when you can go do a side quest, mm-hmm. but I won't, I guess not because I guess Witcher. Was able to do it right. Well, Witcher Witcher was also open world, yeah,
0: and also you chose your decisions affected the uh, outcome of the game. And it had like twenty six different endings when it comes to that.
1: So it was a whole different. So you can do it. It It's just yeah, writing and how you build your character and establish things really, really make really makes things. So
0: yeah, I mean, and that's the thing is I'm glad you brought it up because it's like the Witcher was open world, and I would say it was just. I mean. I don't want to say just as dark as Last of Us because Last of Us is dark, but it was within a few shades. I mean, you, you still dealt with terrible themes kind of throughout that game and kind of the worst of what humanity has to offer. Yeah. So, I mean, when it comes to this, do you think The Last of Us is going to is justified? Do you think you agree with more? I mean, the critics, do you think that IGN with the 10 out of 10 got it right? Or, like, what would be your final rating of this game, and would you recommend it? Uh,
1: this is what I think is comparison when you're comparing games from the first one. Uh, I still loved uh, Last of Us 1 more. I think Last of Us 1 is still still uh, the greater game, in my opinion, just because of how it made me feel. Um But but Last of Us 2 was still great. I loved the mechanic. I loved the story, and I loved what they were trying to do with things, especially after just doing more research and stuff. But even before the research and me reading some things, I loved uh, just my time doing the game. And I guess I could see why someone could consider it Masterpiece. It told a great story. The characters all felt real and different. And while you can say that there's coincidences, every story is a coincidence when you are narrowing things to revenge mm-hmm. like you're all it's not going to be uh all going to blow your mind and be like yeah this is this how it is it's it's a contained story where things are going to happen according to the writer and just because you disagree with it that's fine but I, I overall i think it was powerful and joy and it made me feel something i think that's a powerful thing when the game makes you feel hurt and ache it makes you feel like oh, i don't really want to put this Turn this game on and continue the journey. I kind of want to take a break, or I wish I had something to ease myself away. Because you're right; once I play Ghost, it's not the same. It's not. Uh, uh, I'm more like I'm more frustrated with the map not glowing more than uh, other games. Like why do I gotta find these game compounds so I can see the map better? I wish it was Assassin's Creed; I could see things clear. Yeah. I'm like running through fog zones. It just yeah. And for me,
0: it just there's a saying out there that. I've heard that kind of voice stands out, which is, um, uh, is not what they say. Uh, you'll never remember what they said, but you'll remember how they make you feel. Mm. And the best anime for me of all time has made me feel every single emotion from anger to laughter, to deep, genuine sadness. And I feel like the same also applies to the best game of all time, whether it's the Witcher or the last of us, I felt I've laughed at some, uh, specific scenes, I felt deep sadness and I felt like genuine anger at parts. And I feel like the imprint and the emotions that this game or those that anime has like left on me, how that's going to linger is something that I'm going to think about for the years of my life or even the rest of my life. Because when I, you know, bring up, you know, top games of all time, witcher has been out for a while and I still bring that up. Mm. Last of Us has been out for even longer and I bring that up and the same thing is going to probably be applied to this game or just The Last of Us as a series, I can see myself in 10 years being like, hey, you know, out of key games that have impacted me, this is definitely probably going to be one that I will end up bringing out for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, again, I appreciate Naughty Dog. I think Naughty Dog is almost on that CD project, or is on that CD project red key level in terms of whatever they do kind of going forward. I will always give it like a hundred percent support. Yeah. I'm always going to back it up and I cannot wait. As long as you table your unrealistic expectations, you will always be pleasantly surprised at that experience, regardless of how it makes you feel.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So that was our kind of major review of yes. last of us too. Long- um, yeah. This might've been one of the longest podcasts we've ever had. Yeah especially because I thought we were only going to be talking about this game for like an hour. <laughs> like nah. this This is absolutely crazy to me. So, again, thank you for listening. If you liked it, if you didn't like it, tell us your thoughts. And uh, this is Ernest and John with our Anime Archives, our mini episode. And you've heard kind of our thoughts and opinions of The Last of Us. So um, we'll play our outro, which is by the composer. You know, he's the one who did the intro for The Last of Us 2, as well as one. His name is uh, Gustavo Santillala. I definitely killed that last name. But Gustavo, check him out. Uh, I'm checking out the Spotify. Uh, on Spotify, it has like the soundtrack, the official OST. Yeah, so I would highly recommend if you really like the intro, definitely give it a few listens to you on Spotify.